0: Showbiz Brown,
1: what's going on, Cloud Brown?
0: Oh man, clowning is what's going on. Oh
1: yeah, I want to yeah. hear more about this. Clouded, it's clouded. I am going to tell you a bit more about my uh what I can tell you. What I can tell you yeah. some 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 secret stories about Showbiz Brown. Later in the B-
0: BTS BTS yeah. stories. <laughs> yeah, <it's gotta laughs> That's be fun, gonna, it's gonna be fun. Right. That's awesome. Mate. We
1: uh, we got a special guest waiting. Hey,
0: we have we have today. We got a special guest episode on episode twenty six of the podcast.
1: Who we got
0: on, bro? We have got my client, Raminda, basically. She's earned her spot on the uh, on the podcast because right, right. she's been smashing it away on uh, on, on our program. And um, yeah, so like super stoked to have her on, basically. Um, it's like intro-wise, it's got like a Ric Flair-style intro coming in. It's like, uh, Raminda is a road-tripping, castle-loving, financial-modeling, heavy metal rocker. And uh, she's a consultant and spent most of her career at uh, PwC and then decided to branch out as an independent freelancer. So she loves what she does and all the adventure and challenge and development it brings. And uh, yeah, so today we're going to talk a lot about her and like her journey into um, taking care of her health and fitness. And so without further ado, we shall introduce Reminda, a.k.a. Power Brown.
2: Hey, Hey, how are you guys?
1: Welcome to the podcast. I'm I'm good. I'm good. How are
2: you? Thank you. Yeah, really good. Thank you. Very excited to be here. So thank you for inviting me to be your guest on here.
0: Oh no, we're we're excited to have you on. Excited to have you talk about, um, you know what. Um, I excited to have you talk about just like the journey, uh, your training, your health, your fitness, and um, you know what it's taken to you to get the kind of outcomes that you you've been looking uh, you were looking to achieve before you started the program.
2: Yeah. I think, I think it's been it's, quite like, a year. Before
1: before we get into that, G, I got I got I got hmm. to throw back to the Rick, that Ric Flair entrance. I mean, where yeah. is 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 this is, there, is, there, is there some pro wrestling uh, pro wrestling knowledge that I'm not I'm not aware of right now? Spill the beans, remember? Let's go. I- exactly
2: um, i have no idea about wrestling to be honest so i don't know who rick clare is
0: <laughs> he's he's just there in the ether you have you have him in your mind just you just don't know him. It. i'm
2: just channeling him <laughs>
0: yeah so don't know who he um, is but he's he's had enough of an influence to pull out an intro like that I love it I love exactly it.
2: i just thought I wanted to give it a bit of a flavour of who I am, so I thought, what do I like doing? You know, so these are all the things that I like doing: love castles, love road tripping, love heavy metal. I was just like, yeah, that's me. You know, it's going to yeah. be my intro.
1: That is that's epic. so cool. That's so cool. That's that, 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 that really random bunch of things to have grouped together. Castles. Can we can we can we, can we get to castles at some point today?
0: Oh yeah.
2: Absolutely, <laughs> love castles.
0: <laughs> I like it. I like it. Queen, the queen of the Castle over here like uh, yeah tell us what's been what's been going on like what um uh yeah let's start off with you wanting to make make a bit of a change it's like uh, what kicked things off for you like what was the thing that made you think all right i gotta do something about my training about my health my, my fitness uh, what was what was the driving force
2: yeah so basically um lockdown happened and then my clothes got too tight (laughs) which is basically (laughs) the two main things i was just like okay i need to do something and i'm sure so many people can resonate with that because you know lockdown just changed people's routines and i just Mm. you know i wasn't traveling into london so much so i work in london um and just that commute just provided that activity and then all of a sudden that just stopped um but my food intake Mm. um kind of didn't stop it kind of if anything it kind of increased (laughs) I mean, it was just like you know it's just an arms reach right so um i tried all these things i tried all these HIIT sessions because there's a lot of kind of drive around kind of doing workouts at home so i was doing all these HIIT sessions started yoga you know doing my daily walks because we were allowed like an hour a day or whatever it was um and then i just got so overwhelmed with everything because i was just like i don't know what i'm supposed to be doing i'm not really committing to anything um and so then i just basically just thought you know what like i need i need help <laughs> so, right. um, so i've known grinda a long time and so grinda is best mates with my brother and, uh, and he's also the go-to person for anything health and fitness related i was like grinda i need your help <laughs> Like i've got yeah. all these things that i want to do um you know like what do i do and so then we talked through a program and it kind of just basically that's you know that started my journey really because um i just needed to kind of get back in shape you know get some sort of control over my eating uh exercise and to be, with the ultimate goal of just fitting into my clothes again really
1: yeah i love that i love that i yeah. like fiery of <laughs> like no oh, this is too tight i don't like it feeling uncomfortable
2: yeah. <laughs> oh, honestly that's exactly what it was and it's like yeah you know you kind of just the whole routine just changed overnight over lockdown mm. so then you know it's kind of a bit of a like right what do i do now so um yeah definitely
0: needed to do something yeah yeah like, 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 it. It was like that's what we talked about a lot at the beginning as well like when we started this podcast was because lockdown happened as well in a way yeah like, uh, that was the yeah. <clears throat> that was the beauty of it in the sense that well we just started doing something <laughs> off uh, yeah. uh just because we thought we felt like we could do it uh it was the right timing for it as well but uh, yeah it really was thrown off and that was one of the things we would talk about early on as well which was trying to get a routine back and trying to maintain some sort of routine. Um, when yeah. uh, When everything that you know is just completely, completely gone.
2: Absolutely. Uh, the other thing is I don't like routine. So it's like yeah. I, I'm one of those people who kind of, you know, I like, to, I like to do stuff, but then I like to change it up a little bit. So, you know, that's mm-hmm. part of the reason why I do the job that I do, because, you know, I'm not in the same office all the time. So I'm not, so I'm a freelancer. So I'll have different clients and have different offices to go to, and so, um, so it was a weird kind of thing because, although I don't like routine, I saw the importance of routine, and I needed mm. that some sort of routine. So it was, a, it was a very weird kind of weird time, but um, <coughs> but yeah, so I, I definitely needed to increase my my fitness and activity during that mm. that period.
1: Yeah, you, you said yeah. at one point there. You said. Uh, Oh, in the background just like yeah <laughs> okay, there you go. it's
0: like get out, get out the way. As, yeah there's some serious like, <laughs> traffic going on oh, there. Yeah.
1: you said that sorry you, were, <laughs> you, I saw you, uh, you wanted to get back to a place where you were healthier and fitter is this something you've done in the past had you trained before had you kind of been active and, and um, athletic as a kid
2: as a kid yes um so i mean when i say as a kid i mean like when it was like you know year six <laughs> so um so it was a long time ago but i'd always had fitness in my life so then i, I used to play netball. ball i used to be the fastest one of the fastest in my school so i always had like fitness as a as a young kid then i went into like um my secondary school and university it kind of reduced a little bit but it was still i was still an active person and then went to work joined a gym um was very bad at going to the gym so i'd go for like you know three times a week for about three weeks and then not go back for like you know four months <laughs> so um so but having said that you know i i do love to have you know sort of an element of fitness in life um so did a bit of tennis here and there and you know sort of did a bit of jogging here and there in the past um but generally yeah just having some sort of level of activity it's something that's that was really important to me um, and some of these things you can't just you kind of just take for granted so you know even just like a train commute um, for me that was an element of activity it, although it's not formal fitness but it was it was something that kept me active and kind of contributed to that fitness in a way hmm. yeah, yeah
1: okay for sure, for sure i, mean, I think i kind yeah, of having yeah. having that that routine where you've got to get up you're gonna to walk to the station Standing there, the bus hustle and bustle of being in London—that's definitely a workout. I think mean, I found that when when I moved from from Leicester to London. That, uh, my mm. mom saw me after about a month, and she was like, "Are you eating?" And I was like, "Yeah, of course I'm eating. It's I've, I've been so busy in London." You know how Asian parents are, Asian moms, um, yeah. and uh, yeah, yeah, she's uh, she's like concerned that I'm not eating. I'm like, "No, no, I'm just living in London now. This, this, this is this is what life does to you." Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it, there, yeah,
2: it's the hustle bustle. It's kind of going from office to office, platform to platform. And then,
0: yeah, you know, and
1: you, you just don't realise how
3: much it
0: impacts your life, actually. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Takes a lot yeah, of time, completely. right? Yeah, I always find, like, uh, you're doing that thing of uh, you're just walking down the street, but then everybody else starts walking faster. You're looking around, it's like, should I be walking faster? <laughs> and you just you just start walking faster as well. And you just get in this brush mode and you're always, like, stressed out about that kind of thing as well. It's like, yeah, it's always, <laughs> so uh, it always throws you off like that as well.
2: Definitely. I did find that when I was working in bank, everyone was just walking hundred miles an hour. And mm. Literally, it was almost like you had like an overtaking lane, for just pedestrians, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. not even on the roads. <laughs> and yeah, you exactly.
0: naturally just
2: kind of get into the flow of that.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just like you, you kind of move with it, right? You have to as well. You know, it was, uh, exactly. um, what you said about um, what you said about routine was quite interesting as well, like somebody who doesn't like routine and then noticing the importance of routine. So how did you end up yeah. reconciling? The two. Um,
2: I think through the fitness, actually, and uh, realizing mm. that actually I needed to have that element of routine in order to see results and the gains, and you know, like mm. just just the changing in my body, um, and also just the routine in terms of reps. So you know, the mm. power of reps. I just think yeah. like I never really used to appreciate that before because I've, I've never really done this kind of fitness before. So you know, I'd had kind of. You know, I was, I've had like an active life, um, I've done a few sports here and there, a few sessions of whatever, you know, sort of yoga um, and hit sessions, but never anything so committed um, as this. And so that allowed me to see actually the power of reps is actually very strong. It's you know, mm. so that's kind of helped me to establish uh, an understanding for that routine in life and the importance of that routine.
0: Yeah, amazing. I think really um, about like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I knew you'd love that one, man. Yeah, uh, man. It's, just, it's like it, you talked about it like several times before about, uh, you know, just one more rep, just one more rep, just Do one more rep, because you're, yeah. you're, you're you're winning every single time you need an extra rep, right? Yeah. Right, man. That's right. it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love, I love. Go on, go on a
2: minute. No, I was just going to say it's, it's only going through this journey, though, that kind of it, it, it highlighted it to me. So otherwise I would never mm. have been like, you know, yeah. Reps and reps, you
0: know, you do that at the gym. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that's what like uh, that's what I really that's what I really enjoyed about working with you as well is because like yeah, me and Umar as trainers we know like here's a process, if you follow it, you're you're gonna get the result you're looking for basically, right? And um And then having that open-mindedness to take that on and actually use it and run with it and make that process your own is um that's what like that's one of the things that's one of the many things i've been like super impressed with and super happy dealing with with you is just like the open-mindedness to just take take the information be like all right i'm going to i'm going to work with this i'm going to make it my own because in this whole time like uh you haven't missed a session like you haven't like at least the ones that we've scheduled together as well like you haven't had to do a last minute cancellation if you um you just yeah Tuesday Fridays Tuesdays Fridays we've just been smashing it out every week it's been amazing yeah. you just like you got that routine in and you've had that open mindedness to know that okay this is this is how it's got to work
2: yeah definitely and i think um i've had you as a as a great guide actually because you know i just kind of thought you know what he knows what he's doing i'm just going to throw myself into it do what he says and then I'll see Mm. results because I'm quite a results driven person so I'm just like Mm. right the trust is there I'm just going to do it (laughs) and actually uh, it started off as a a three-month program initially and then I extended it because I was just like I'm just not done yet I want I want more so you know Mm. um, so it's been brilliant actually
0: yeah that's awesome and like um and that's that's another important lesson as well there's going to be so many important lessons in this podcast for people who are listening right <laughs> about about the process and about what like, you know what kind of person you either need to be or need to need to become to get the results that you want to see and so like number one is that you're talking about the open-mindedness and um and then reconciling the difference between don't not liking routine but needing to get routine so that's super yeah. important and um and then yeah, what you just said there as well is trusting the process because it's like okay, here's somebody who can guide me through that, and um, if I just do do as is and make it my own, it's is going to happen. And um, even though like it, sometimes some people are, people are different as well. Some people can start seeing results after a week. Some people might take three, four weeks. Yeah. And you just have to believe in that process, and you just got to keep going, and um, and that's important because the number of times like um, somebody can come into it and there's all there's like, there's like a bit of like resistance. It's not like resistance with the coach or necessary, it's like there's resistance with the process. It's like you're used to doing things in a certain way. So there can be people who, for example, like they love routine, but then adding fitness into it or adding basically having to think about what they're eating, what they're drinking, what their exercise routine is like, getting the right amount of sleep and managing all these different things. Is uh, it can be overwhelming, but then also there's a bit of resistance to it as well because it's just like oh well you know I want to stick with what I know, but at the same time you got to have to you have to realize that what you already know isn't working so well for you. You need to do something differently, and the only way you're going to get results is to do something differently and do it consistently. And um, so what you like what you said there is um, it's like super valuable.
2: Yeah, and it's also kind of um, stepping outside of your comfort zone, and I think Mm. some people might not feel that's uh, an easy thing to do because it's not really an easy thing to do, especially you know Mm. if you if you do like routine, if you you know stepping outside into that kind of unknown, um, you know pushing your body, it's like it's not just a physical thing; it's a mental thing as well. And I feel like a lot of the times, you know, it's I have to sort of change the self-talk in my head to sort of say, no, no, Mm. I've just got to keep going. You know, my body's gonna you know Mm. be able to survive it's my head that wants to give up first. So mm. um, so there's a lot of kind of uh, there's a lot of things going on so I can kind of understand why people are kind of quite maybe not reluctant but kind of a bit fearful in some ways to to step mm. out into that new fitness journey. Um, and so I think open mindedness is definitely something yeah that mm. that you need. Yeah. But also mm. like as you've said before in previous podcasts, you know, attach like a goal and a, a meaning mm. to what you're doing. Um, and that's how I have got my name, Power Brown. <laughs>
0: yeah. I was literally going to say, I was like, if you didn't bring it up, I was like, this is where Power Brown comes from. I know it, right?
2: <laughs> exactly. You inspired it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Yeah. It's like, so yeah, explain that a little bit more.
2: So, um, so yeah, so actually it goes back to one of your earlier podcasts. So um, I was one of the, um, the, the listeners with questions in your earlier podcast. So I think mm. one of my questions was about mental blocks. And so um, so you guys answered it on, a, on an earlier podcast about, um, uh, so I, my question was about how, a mental block and how to overcome that mental block. And so i going to kind of advise on kind of attaching some sort of meaning or like a you know, sort of a goal to, to motivate you while you're doing whatever you need to do to overcome that mental block. And I actually, I remember then you, when you asked Uma about you know his advice and so Uma was like, I'm alone. And so it was just like, <laughs> I remember that. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah Do you that remember that so even? funny. I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me. You're going gonna to you're gonna
1: gonna have to refresh life. his memory for you.
2: So basically, it was just um, It's just kind of, I think you mentioned about, you know, the guy in um, Home Alone, the old guy. Hmm. Um, yeah. I think oh,
3: yeah, it's the scary Home Alone guy. 1.
1: Yeah, the
2: scary guy. <laughs> <laughs> the scary guy. The yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. And then Kevin McAllister, you know, just basically faces the sky, faces his fear head on, screams in his face, and then he's like, "Yeah, this is great. I can do it." You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, Amazing. <laughs>
1: different, different approach there.
2: So, <laughs> yeah, definitely. It, it clearly works because oh, I, yeah. I kind of use all of that. So, um, and so yeah, so I used a kind of a motivating word to help me kind of overcome my mental blocks on running, um and they just kind of just getting me through like exercises. So I was thinking, you know, like power is a word that I, um, can use to motivate me because it just encapsulates so much, you know, it's about strength, it's about ambition, it's about drive you know, so that's the kind of word that I use when I'm, when I'm in need of kind of just driving forward with an exercise, for example, running mm-hmm. or like my rowing machine or something. So yeah. So power Brown. Um, and then I wanted to join the Brown Club because you know it's
3: quite exclusive, right? <laughs> brown club, <I> love that. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly, this is like trip, triple threat, exactly. triple threat Brown.
1: Yeah, this is great, honorary yeah. member of the Brown Club. Let's go! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly. Like, yeah, you don't just get in on the color of your skin, that's not how this works. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta
2: represent, legit. yeah, exactly. yeah legit things that you have to achieve,
0: <laughs> exactly. That's quality. That's uh, that's so good. So it's like, um, so you've used it to a great effect, I'm guessing, is like uh, every time you felt like, okay, I'm hitting a block now. I really don't want to do this. And then you just went power. And then all of a sudden you, yeah. your posture goes up, your brain just goes, let's do this. I love that.
2: Exactly. It's just, that, yeah. it's just a reminder, isn't it? Of kind of, you know what, well, I'm doing this for a reason. I'm doing this to become more powerful, stronger, yeah. more driven, ambitious, let's do this, you know, and then, uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: I love that. I love that. I find I find yeah. that that. G, you, you do the same thing with the word strong, right? You say it a few that's times. That's right. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I've noticed that. I've noticed that. Yeah, that's pretty. Really cool. I, I was doing,
0: doing that. Rob? Yeah, I was doing that today. I was like, I just got to work out in the morning, and again, just get to that stage where it's getting difficult. And I just, in my head it went strong and I just got like a dopamine hit and I just carried on pushing through a little bit more and I was like, okay, it doesn't matter. It's not going to get any worse. It's only it's only going to get better because of the outcome that it produces. So um, yeah, so that's pretty epic. And like um, with, um, and, and that's something that I advise people all the time as well, especially if like exercise is a new routine as well, or just basically any of this is kind of new really, even if you have exercise in your routine, but then doing it a way where it's more structured and it's more geared towards you getting where you need to get to. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, and you've got to always be able to keep that in mind. And so if there's something that encapsulates what it ultimately means to you, it just makes it so much easier. It's like, it's not even like you're tapping into motivation. You're just tapping into inspiration. There's a well of inspiration and motivation is so finite. So yeah. that's, um, that's, that's incredible. And like, then you notice your baseline just improve each time, right? So say it's like, okay, um, I'm going uh, in the sense that you are using that phrase to help see you through but then I don't know about you but if uh, uh tell, tell me your experience with this I don't have to say strong as often now I don't have to remind myself of it as much because my habit my baseline habit has improved so much um over time where I just do the activity and then every now and then I need a little reminder and I don't know what, what is it like for you
2: yeah to be honest I think you're right I didn't realize that but um, I don't say Mm. it as much now and I think Mm. it's almost like I just step into that mindset sooner Mm. and I don't even have to say the word it's almost like a you know you kind of just step into that yeah the the mindset and you kind of just think it's gonna do this you know I've done it before I really enjoyed it Going to carry on and so so yeah you're right I didn't notice really but yeah I don't say it as much
0: yeah interesting
1: ties into that phrase from uh, from what's the guy called Paul check. is like, uh, yeah. do, do the thing mm. to have the power. That's it. I love that phrase where it's, it's like, yeah, so, no, so no. now you, yeah. you've, you've been, you've been doing the act of powerful. Now you are powerful. Mm. Right? So yeah. now now it's, it's a done deal. already. You don't need to kind of re up, re up, re up. Now you've been trying to mold yeah. the glove to fit. Now the gloves just on your hand. It's time to go. That's right, man.
2: That's really cool. Yeah. Mm. That's what it is. Yeah. That in itself is actually really powerful to, to just hear
1: that yeah, mm. you are, you are power prime.
0: Yourself. yeah exactly Let's do this the embodiment the embodiment it's true it's like yeah the, 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 dude like the, the first time you said that um like one of the early podcasts as well do the thing i have the power i was like yeah it's just you just it is there's there's no other way around it except for taking action right it is uh you, you can't like you can think about it all day but that doesn't actually do anything it's like it's the doing bit is that gets you it gets you that power, it gets you where you want to be. So, mm. yeah, I've always uh, I've always loved that one since you brought it up, man.
1: Too right, then, too right. Shout out to Elliot Hulse. Elliot Hulse at Strength Camp. You watch Strength Camp, G? Mm.
0: Before, no, before. I don't watch it. I like, I know I know of him, yeah.
1: Yeah, Elliot yeah, yeah, yeah. he He's the one who, who said it during one of his uh, his video vlogs and uh, right. just stuck with me so well. Stuck with me. I think it's on my mm. board as well. It's just such a, yeah. such a simple phrase, a couple of words, and you're just like, yeah, of course. Mm. Yeah, I
0: think um, I think the original was said by Ralph Waldo Emerson. Oh yeah, good man,
1: good man. That's a good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, You're right. Yeah, because you're right because he actually named his daughter um, Emerson. Uh, Yeah, he's not going to call his daughter Ralph. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That would just, (laughs) I just like I just reminded me of Simpsons. Ralph Waldo No. Oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) we
0: Yeah, Emerson sounds a little bit more unisex. There. Ralph, yeah. oh, I'm not sure about that. Waldo, no, nah, there's definitely not. Definitely not want to call my daughter Waldo. If he did, then yeah. you know, respect to him. <laughs> yeah. That's,
1: it, that's it. Some, some really interesting things you said earlier, Um mm. You said some stuff around um, not knowing that that reps was a thing, right? And that made me think like you're you're in a really successful place in your life. Uh, you've got a you've got a really really good job. Um, do you think that doing those, like, the, the process to get you to where you are now um, as you, in, in what you do for work is kind of subconsciously imprinted on you that, yeah, there is a process to things? And then was that, did that make um, adopting fitness more of an easier thing to do or more of a, um, did you kind of see the, the parallels? Did you draw the parallels and, and make did that make the journey uh, easier for you?
2: Um. I think with with my job, um, there is an element of routine and kind of the repetition and the reps, you know, because you kind of have to do things over a certain amount of times in order to learn in order to learn them um, effectively. So there is an element of that, but I never really piece the two together, actually, until you just mentioned it now. Hmm. So um, I think overriding everything, I just love change. So, so, in terms of my career, the kind of the, the stable thing is my skill set. So, I'm a financial modeler. So, basically, it's a really glamorous way of saying I do spreadsheets, <laughs> so, uh, which I love, by the way. <laughs> um,
3: Someone's so, so, that's
2: the, honestly, honestly, I feel like an artist. You're going to get me going now. So, like an Excel yeah, spreadsheet to me. But, just I open it up and I'm like an artist. It's like it's a blank canvas. I can do anything I want. I can create all these amazing things with formulas. That is amazing. <laughs> um, but, um, Excel, Excel so is can... wand.
1: Mm,
2: exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I think in my career, I think the Excel piece has been like the constant. If you like, um, you know, because and that's what I need to do repeatedly. But I think I don't really focus on that because I focus on all the changing aspects so the different clients the different projects the different um, uh, problems that they may have and that I need to use Excel to, to help solve that that that, that issue um, so I've never really thought about it in terms of my fitness journey and kind of compared it compared it back um, so having my fitness journey and having the kind of the routine built in it's been it's been interesting um, but I, I do see the value in the kind of The reps now it's only because I've done it and I've seen the results so so yeah so I think Mm. reps are important everywhere (laughs) I think overall now that I can kind of look back and sort of um sort of think about that yeah
0: Hmm. yeah interesting yeah because uh I wonder like umar in your experience as well like coaching people is that um is that something that you see there's kind of like a disconnect as well so it's like people are successful because they have Followed a process In whatever domain So like, you know Reminders Clearly doing really well Being a financial modeler And loves the shit out of it as well And then But being able to translate that Into fitness Have people Have you noticed If people have missed that step Or if um, People are good At making that step
1: Yeah I definitely think so Um, I can Mm. can draw a few parallels With clients I've got right now Where Mm. If they have a very Process driven job um, Mm. They understand they, They learn to to identify with the process we're trying to instill within them, and nice. I find that with clients like that, uh, they, we don't have to hold back with with how we kind of portray the, the journey, if that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. kind of we can almost just lay out as though Raminder's is doing a, a pitch to a client and just breaking down. Okay, so phase one we're going to go through this and this is this is this is the model we're going to follow and this is how it projects through the years or through the months or through the weeks and we can do the same with okay your are your macros this is this is how your body's going to adapt when you input carbs we're going to have a, a an output of, of energy for your workout so this is why this is important to put here um hormonally in the month we're going to need fats because at certain point you're going to be in this part of your cycle and it just kind of breaks down logically you know what i mean and if mm. those clients yeah. have done those reps um, themselves and they have some kind of cognizance towards a process that kind of is um, uh, sequential in that in that way. Then it, it's much easier to kind of slot the round peg through the round hole rather than kind of mm-hmm. clients that. And this is no knock because everyone presents their own uh, pr- presents their own challenges. But like mm-hmm. I've got clients that are kind of stay-at-home mums and um, they'll come out for their gym session, <clears throat> and it has to be we have to kind of walk through a process differently for that kind of person because it isn't as uh jumbo again Whoa. now, eh? <laughs> yeah, what was that?
3: Sorry. <laughs> I can't hear a thing.
2: Really? <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> so right. Earthquake.
0: Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, can't, can't I don't
1: know
2: like why that. it's so loud. No,
0: it's yeah, cool. that's confusing. Uh,
1: <laughs> it's never cool. been
0: that loud in our sessions as well. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so, one time, so, we'll, yeah.
0: anyway, go on, uh, man. Go, go on, on yeah. this all
1: good. <laughs> or for like a stay at home mom, for instance. It's hmm. uh, it's gonna need a different input. And I can just say that I think both G and myself we, we like to flow with this. Um, and with, with a client like yourself, it becomes very straightforward to, to be like, okay, right, she understands this, cool, we can we're off to the races straight away, and uh, hmm. we can just start running with this if, rather than kind of walking with it. Um, and I know G's like this, he's a hype man. You know, I mean, he gets excited. Yeah. So um, yeah. so when, when something kind of starts flowing, it's, like, oh, shit, we can we can really go with this. Like, his clients on for it. And like you said, you have the sessions, you, you organized. Um, that allows us to kind of run with the process at a much higher RPM than with somebody mm-hmm. who we have to walk with and start again, no knock mm-hmm. because yeah. you need those reps, too. But um, yeah, it, it's really it's really interesting that you mm-hmm. having that background has allowed G to instill the process with you so much smoother. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: yeah. Do
2: you find that there's a particular type of person that takes to it more? Is it somebody who has more of a kind of a process-driven job or a process-driven life who takes to these programs more? Or do you find that there's a mixture of, of clients?
1: I think that it's uh, it's a mixture. So I think that there's, there's two kinds of people that can uh, go at this, in my experience, super hard and super well. One is what you've outlined there, so a process-driven person. And then it's somebody who has a very strong why. And like, I've worked with, Mm. with with like mothers in the past who have kids that they want to inspire or have like a household, like my client, Sam comes to mind. Um, She knows that from the start, she's wanting to inspire her household and she's wanted to kind of set the standard with herself, but she's almost been waiting. Sorry, guys. Sorry about that. Uh, She's almost been kind of waiting to spread her wings and really, really show, damage that she can do and uh, when we started off on the process it was just like this this woman's never done this stuff before but she's she's showing up day in day out like like you said about yourself never missed a session never complained about anything never really um let anything hold her back because her why is is so strong and um i'd say those two kinds of people 100 percent take the process like a duck to water because they mm. they know they they have some kind of latch to the the entire thing that we're trying to do here. You know, I kind of envisioned it like a climber with his with his hooks on the side of a mountain. So you want to try and get to the top of the mountain. But if you have many, many different kind of attachment points on which you can pull on, um, you're gonna yeah. get there much better. Whereas somebody who kind of mm-hmm. shows up they want and doesn't really have any ambition, doesn't really have much direction, well then I have to almost cultivate that with, within them. And I kind of ask them about there's questions we need to go through. There's there's kind of there's inventory we have to kind of go through which which the client might not have actually been aware of it's like and it turns into more Mm. of a counseling session which again is fun for us because we get so many varied reps so many different kind of people that come knocking on the door um and we have to we have to solve that puzzle just the same
3: Mm.
2: yeah yeah
1: Yeah, that's really interesting
2: actually because it is a problem solving exercise isn't it in Mm. some ways
1: Mm. yeah really fun really fun Do you find the same thing
0: you know, the when you said having a really strong why, that was the one that was the one that resonated the most. Because I've um yeah, I found like uh, people who have that strong why they're the ones who just show up to the process um and and keep that in mind. That's um that's the important part because it's quite like um it's quite easy to have the motivation in the beginning because you're doing something new and then like with anything you realize, anything worth doing, you realize it takes hard work and then it can start to wane, even like, you know, four weeks in, six weeks in, and you start to think, okay, this is this is going to take work. <laughs> and uh, so when when you realize that, that's when that why becomes even more important and keeping that at the forefront of your mind. So if you've done the reps of keeping the why at the forefront of your mind at the beginning, from the beginning, then you hit that slight mental block and uh, or just the realization that this is actually hard work and it's going to take longer than that. You know, four week transformation that people end up seeing on some crazy TV show or some Instagram account or something like that. You only ever see the result as opposed to seeing the process, and uh, that's when that why really comes uh, comes in handy. And um, but we also, um, like you said, it's uh, we have we also have to provide that um, uh, course correction. Uh, along the way as well, because I see it happening. Like, you know, clients who lose their why, and it's like, hey, just remember, like, you know, tell me why you're doing it again. Is like, oh, always for this, this, and this reason? It's like, what does it mean to you? It means this, this, and this, and all of a sudden, that motivation comes back again. That inspiration is back, and then it helps to stay the course. And uh, again, R- Rinda will be able to like testify to this as well. I kind of have that baked into the program online, where you're just constantly trying to. Uh, keep at the forefront of your mind while you're doing something by essentially having a, a reflections journal along the way so you're reflecting on what's gone well what hasn't gone well um, celebrating the wins being grateful for the progress that you're making and uh, so that helps to sustain you and keep you inspired where uh, whereas if you know if you don't do that and I notice that with people who don't do that bit I have to take them through the peaks and troughs quite more quite regularly whereas the ones who do do that are able to sustain their results a little bit more uh, on their own with a bit more autonomy and again everybody's journey is different and uh, and you know we do our best to make sure you pull through and make sure that you are uh, moving forward and building that connection with the why and making sure that you're committing doing the process as best as you can but if you show up with you know, those traits that Ramindo's reflected, which is that open-mindedness, that positivity, like being coachable, just taking action with the information that's in front of her and just following and trusting the process, you're just going to get so far. You're going to get so much further. And it doesn't matter if you are process-driven or not. If you just have that strong why, then you build that process. You know, you won't let anything kind of like get in your way to make sure that this happens. Even when life gets tough, we're here to make sure that you can still keep moving forward in whatever capacity you can, but as long as you are pushing forward and getting to where you want to be.
2: You, have you found <laughs> have you have you found that some clients change their their why halfway through the course or, or anything like that?
0: Interesting, yeah, go for it, Ma. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think you can you
1: can you can sit down with a client day one and you can ask them like why are you here? And it's quite a big question. You know what I mean? I find that kind of mm. for me personally, there's there's a few different reasons why I kind of started off on my journey. But then as I as I kind of excavate, you know, I'm picture like Jurassic Park, the guy kind of going out like the, the bones and like all of a sudden there's a dinosaur here. You know what I mean? Like, oh wow. And uh, it's 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 that excavation process that you end up realizing, Oh, really, you know what? I actually started this because of this and I needed to to be at it for a while for me to see that oh well it's not just a bone it's it's a whole it's a whole being um and that that that's a fun process to go up with people where you kind of talk mm. to them you see them develop and you see them kind of angling their conversations a certain way now And i think uh, intuition with a coach what i think intuition can be taught to a coach if you learn to pick up on the right signals and mm. uh you learn to kind of pull at that thread and you're like okay well what's what's there let we talk about this a bit more can we can we kind of set some time aside and just explore this uh, explore this corridor and uh, you end up finding out so many amazing things about people. Um, and this is one of the things I just just love about this job is that people, every human being's experience is different. This is this is why, like, uh, I don't know about you, Thales, but being a kid and thinking, oh, I'm, I'm just the same as everybody else. Or, like, you hear that sometimes. And it's such a falsehood, isn't it? It's such a falsehood because no one has ever seen the world through your eyes. Like, the same way that, like, there's been kings and queens of the past and there's been all this and whatever. You're just exactly the same as them, just living your own, unique life through your own eyes. And I think that's such a valuable thing for anyone to understand. Um, and, and people will come into the process. And I, I find this is a this is a common thing where they're coming for training, but what they actually want is they want a realization and they want yeah. to kind of be spoken to about things slightly differently. And they don't want to just be told directly, oh, this is sets and this is reps, and this is a chest press, and this is a leg press, this is a yeah. rowing machine they especially from from what i know she delivers and what i feel like i deliver as well there's there's much more there and uh mm. when when that more when you when you kind of experience that more you definitely find a deeper why you definitely find that there there is more within you that you want to express um mm. and then the person just it's it's not the same person anymore you I know mean, you can't be the same person anymore and that's so exciting
0: yeah yeah big time yeah. and she what's um what's your take on that reminder as a client going through that process
2: Yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, I initially started because I wanted to fit into my clothes again, (laughs) you know, Mm. and then that kind of quickly changed because I saw my body change. And um, so that's partly why I extended the program with Goindra as well, because initially I signed up for three months and then it was just like, no, I've got a new goal now, you know, I've got a, you know, I want to do some other stuff. So then I extended for another three months because I just wasn't ready to stop. So definitely, Mm. I definitely agree that is. It is that kind of excavation process, you know, you kind of dig deep and think, actually, what do I really want to achieve? And also going through that process, seeing the changes in my body, in my mindset, it kind of inspires you to think, actually, I can do this, this and this, you know, so it kind of just Mm. motivates you to do more um, because you just didn't know. Well, I didn't know. Some of the capability of my body. I've got so much more confidence in my body, um, and so so you want to do more. You want to explore that, and so so that's yeah. that's definitely a really exciting process. And I definitely would encourage changing the why actually because it just motivates you to do more. Um, mm. So yeah, definitely. Found that. Isn't
0: like just kind of like looking at the next thing. So it's like okay, got this far. Here's here's something different
2: definitely definitely i think you know it's just it's moving forward but also mm. moving sort of bigger in a way you know so it's mm. not just it's not just saying sort of yes this is my goal forever it's not you know like you reach your goal and then it's almost like you coming up with another goal and that goal would be different to what you thought of before because you didn't know that your body or mind would be capable of doing something like that so um so i think yeah just continually changing your goals is a really healthy thing mm yeah
0: know. that's nice know. it's just sorry, tapping yeah tapping into a. no it's just like uh you just don't realize what you're tapping into and then you're like oh shit um yeah. i've got a deep well yeah. of capacity here that i didn't know i had and i can keep going deeper and deeper is like, okay let's keep let's keep excavating let's get that toothbrush out and just keep <laughs> rubbing away at that rubbing away at that piece of fossil <laughs> exactly
2: exactly yeah. it's like even um push-ups I know it sounds like a really simple thing, but I've always wanted to do push-ups, but I've never been able to. But now, yeah. you know, like I can't do them that many times, but I could do I could do quite a few now. So I started yeah. off on my cooker like, as an elevated push-up, <laughs> and I tried to go to my chair.
0: And now, yeah exactly it's amazing that also does not sound right as well it started off in my cooker it's like basically we needed an elevated surface to start doing elevated push-ups on and that was the best surface that we could find where we could get the push-ups done I started doing it in my cooker like what the fuck
2: yeah yeah I wasn't yeah. actually on the cooker yeah <laughs> Showed
1: you, used just show you around his new gym, and it's just, yeah, there's hobs everywhere. Bosch, yeah, yeah,
0: but that ain't no joke as well. Like, uh, my favorite, my favorite room in the house is the kitchen, so that's gonna happen. Yeah. The gym is gonna be the kitchen, <laughs> but yeah, so it's yeah. like, yeah, we started off on the elevated surface, and there was the cooker, is like, okay, then we brought the elevation down, and then we started using some, um. Uh, resistance uh, bands as well for assistance but on the floor mm-hmm. and like yeah so just been smashing it out so that's how that's been the progression with that that's huge yeah, mm. that's brilliant. yeah i realize i should
2: have explained a bit more
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, it makes sense in your head right because you've done it so many times it's like yeah i mean like i don't i, I see the image it makes complete sense in my head <laughs> It's
1: like, don't you do push-ups with your cooker? Like, what do you do? No,
0: cool. I, I make food on my cooker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have this image of, like, a Braminda being at, like, a friend's party or something. And then be like, yeah, I could do, do push-ups. What do you mean? Of course I can do push-ups. Then she just gets up and goes <laughs> to the cooker and just, like, yeah. check me out. Like, what?
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> exactly. Brilliant you wait i'll right, do it yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, it. That's, that's great brilliant. that's great
1: progression you've gone through there like having having that, that higher higher body position finding finding it like finding the movement and then mm-hmm. and then kind of scaling it with more of your body over time it's brilliant mm-hmm. you find that a lot you do go. you find that kind of along with with your friends and, and family as well like amongst females upper body strength especially upper body like pushing strength I find it's something that uh, everybody kind of wants um, and not hmm. many females have. Is it Was that a goal of yours for a long time?
2: Yeah I don't know what is a goal <laughs> um, but it was just something that I just felt like I wanted to do um, and so but yeah I mean I, I think in females it is yeah I don't know that many women in my life that can actually do push-ups, maybe one or two, um, and it's definitely more difficult. Um, I have no idea why it was something that I wanted to do. I think it's just classically just an exercise that I really wanted oh. to kind of, I don't know, yeah, um, just being able to kind of just hold my own body weight, you know, um, so now I'm getting there, but, you know, mm-hmm. but it's, just, it's, it's be- just about conquering it.
0: Yeah, it's like, it's going to be your equivalent of, so what do you French, bro? (laughs) (laughs) Ruben is like, first conversation is like, so what do you push up, bro? (laughs) Exactly.
3: Yeah. And where?
0: And where? That's that's going to be the important bit. It doesn't matter if they can do more than you. Can they do it on a cooker? (laughs) Exactly.
1: (laughs) Love it. Three by ten, cooker
0: push-ups. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's gonna that's gonna be a name that's it i'm inspired that's that's a name it's like why are they call cooker push-ups because you're gonna be cooked at the end of these bro you're yeah. done yes
3: <laughs>
1: Wicked. Wicked. that's uh it, it, it kind of leads me on to um to your progression now so you started off lockdown training at home right um are you now training in a gym are you still training at home where where's the where's the next goal where, where's the next goal post for you
2: uh, so, I'm still at home. Um, so, over the past few years, I did sign up to a gym, and I just thought, you know what, um, I, I love the environment of the gym, I love going to the gym, I love the buzz, but I just never went, and it just ended up being a waste of money for me. Um, so, then what I did last year, um, I quit the gym, so this is before lockdown, I quit the gym, got a rowing machine, thought, you know, I'm going to do rowing at home,
3: <laughs> um,
2: mm. which didn't quite happen again. Um, and then we went into lockdown. So, I think. um I mean, I love the gym environment, but I just, you know, practically speaking, I just won't do it. I just won't sort of, um, I, I won't get there. So I think what I'm going to do now is just carry on at home. Because I think, because I've been doing the program with Gorinda for, it's been maybe four months, five months in total. So I feel That's like fun, I've fun. already built that kind of, yeah, four and a half. I feel like I've already built that routine of doing it at home. You know, I'm familiar with kind of what I need to do. Uh, how I need to push myself. And I've also got a park nearby as well. So I've started running. So I feel like they're the kind of things that I want to build upon. And because I've had the opportunity over lockdown to build it into my routine um, and build a routine out of it as well. um, I think, yeah, for me, I'm going to be probably working out at home and in the park. Um, um, But yeah, I mean, there's nothing (coughs) with gyms. I love this. It's a great environment to to really become motivated, uh, you know, and,
1: for me i just never got there i love that i love that R- running running is the one for me right now that's that yeah that, that's that's the next kind of uh hurdle i want to just want to strongly go after uh like yeah, coach i'm working right now is programming some uh some like woodway woodway sprints into my into my workouts right now okay so um yeah, yeah. yeah on that curve kind of treadmill and uh i find it so much fun i find it so much fun yeah. to just kind of let loose and just try and see how i can run uh are you, are hmm. you finding how are you finding running
2: do you know what I'm loving it absolutely loving it (laughs) so I've I've kind of I see myself as a natural runner in terms of my my body type and everything but I just didn't do it for like the majority of my life after you know kind of after I was sort of from school so I was was really fast at school Um, used to you know sort of take part in all the sports days and everything and then I just stopped and really missed it actually but then wasn't inclined enough to kind of um, bring it back and then the times that I did try and run My body just felt heavy. I couldn't sort of do it properly. It demotivated me. And then I just got a bit of a mental block over running. Um, And so now I'm just taking it slowly. So I'm doing the couch to 5K. And then I started maybe like two weeks ago. And then, do you know what? I just felt so high on endorphins afterwards. I was texting Gurinder. I was just like, oh, my god, I did it. It was amazing. (laughs) Um, so. (laughs) Um, So I'm really loving it now, yeah.
3: Work it, work it. Yeah,
0: you know um, yeah, I've got, I've got a thought as well. If like, um, well, whenever it's appropriate to go back to a gym, you know, we're probably entering another lockdown. I don't know what's going to happen, but um, if we program that correctly as well, I reckon you could boss the gym, and you would like going back in there. Okay,
3: really? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's um. Don't challenge. I'm
3: gonna
0: do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's done. It's it's been announced. It's on this podcast. <laughs> The challenge is set you're going to uh, yeah so when uh, the world is watching exactly the world knows oh god
3: oh (laughs) god okay let's do it uh,
0: I, i reckon i reckon you would given how like how much you've enjoyed this process without realizing that you could and uh, yeah. and you know how much you've loved running and stuff. If like if you know how to if you know how to throw around some weights in the weight room in the gym, um, I think you'd love it. I think um, I think you'd really rise to that challenge as well, because a lot of the movements that we're making, even though it's at home, is with resistance bands. If I tell you to do that in the gym, you'll you'll pick it up straight away because like we've yeah. done deadlift movements, we've done rowing movements, we've done pushing movements. So if I would say okay, this is what it's going to look like with a barbell. Then you're you're gonna know how to do it already, and you could what we could literally do now is like whatever we've got on the program, we could actually just switch it and say, okay, this is gonna be done with a bar, and um, right, okay. or with some dumbbells, and then you could go in the gym and be like, oh, I know exactly what I'm doing, and I'm gonna bash out this session right here, right now. So um, and yeah, I think yeah, I think you'd end up enjoying it. I think um, I think you'd end up bossing that place as well.
1: That's an interesting thing that you just said there, G. So uh, hmm. I wanna I wanna just like pick at this a little bit and see see what you think, Amanda. Yeah. Um, so the the Raminda pre gorinda Raminda Garinda, right? Raminda pre gorinda right? Um, didn't like, well, didn't didn't see herself as somebody who could um, make a place for the gym, whether that be because of scheduling, whether that be because of uh, work or, or whatever, whatever. Um, but now, Raminda post gorinda or four and a half months, right? In is somebody who now values values fitness and values kind of my body feeling strong um, values running values all of these things way more so do you think that going forward you should look at the gym in the same eyes as you saw it before or maybe see it as oh wow i actually would like to challenge myself even if it's once a week be like i'm gonna take out two hours of my schedule half an hour travel there an hour to train and half an hour travel back just because it's the it's the kind of the further excavation of me as a person do you what would you think to that that mm-hmm. thought process
2: that is interesting um i mean definitely i see the gym as a different environment now because i think you know because i've been on this fitness journey for, for four and a half months um so potentially i would because i you know i can i can see that the value that i can get out of it um, but I'm also really loving just being outdoors and so just that fresh air, you know, running in the mud or whatever. Um, so there's that element of it as well. Uh-huh. So I think I think it's interesting. I think it's an interesting thing. I think, you know, I've never disliked the gym. I've always liked it when I'm there. It's just the getting there. So I think mm-hmm. that's the mindset aspect that I need to, that I would need to change if I was going to go back to the gym. Because um, the beauty of doing it at home or to kind of just go for a run outside is that I don't need to think too much I just like right just grab my clothes just you know i'm on it and that's it and then off i go um whereas just the act of getting into my car and then driving you know 15 minutes mm. or whatever it is so i think that's the bit that i would need to work on actually
1: mm.
3: yeah so it's the,
2: the, the kind of yeah
1: The commute mm-hmm. more than the actual process of being there mm.
2: i think so i think so yeah yeah. Interesting, interesting. Well, it'll
1: be interesting to hear how that how that goes. Because, because like mm-hmm. I've got a few clients right now who have done exactly what you've done, where um, okay. I've not picked them up through lockdown, but I actually started training with them in the gym. But then, then through lockdown, they've had to invest in home exercise equipment. So they've got barbells at home, dumbbells at home, a bench at home. Yeah, one of them has even gone, gone to the extent of getting a cross trainer at home, so she can actually do what you're doing with your rower. Um, and they're all loving it. They're all absolutely loving kind of training in their own environment. Like you said, just kind of pop your clothes on, pop into your spare bedroom or whatever and, and bust that workout but uh, I th- I feel like at a certain level the same way that you enjoy your outdoor stuff I think there'll they'll, they'll be like a time where even if it's a Sunday or a Saturday or, or wherever you have time even one session a week going into a gym yeah. to really kind of beast yourself and then go back into yeah. the homework at home kind of environment the the duality of, of being in a different space of using different equipment of, uh, of just kind of seeing uh, a, a different stimulus you I mean, know you'd really enjoy that for sure yeah.
2: Hmm. yeah, definitely. There's a whole different environment at the gym. You know, you kind of, even if you're not feeling that motivated, you kind of get into it because everyone else is kind of doing their thing and they look really great. You know, sort of exercising mm-hmm. away, and you kind of get into that whole uh that buzz of the gym. So, which I really love.
3: Mm-hmm. So, Come yeah. for you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's so loud because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've got my earphones on, so I can't All really right. hear it. So I'm so sorry that you're. Having
0: to put up with the traffic outside <laughs> <laughs> yeah. cops coming everything is like man you live i know you don't live in the ghetto <laughs> it's, like, it's, a it's like what is this, this. yeah <laughs> um, i don't know
2: if i could move my laptop somewhere
1: maybe That nah, is cool it's um, cool I, li- I like the setting in the background with the flower <laughs> with, the, with, the, with the flowers and the plants and stuff it's very, it's very naturalistic i like it
0: exactly
2: and then you got the police outside. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: Ju- juxtaposed by city noises, basically. Like, oh, look at this beautiful nature.
2: Where, <laughs>
0: Like that.
3: Nah.
0: Yeah. So that's why you need to create that environment even more inside your own house, right? Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. So like you got I Zen it. out. Yeah. No, that's cool. I think um, no, that's awesome. That is. um yeah, I'm just super stoked. It's like I'm just like just watching you, just uh, just take it by like you know, scruff of the neck. You've just grabbed at it and you've just gone for it. And um, and then uh, especially like the first half or the first three months, so, like the first six weeks. And then, like uh, when we went through your evaluation and like you just came back with, oh man, here's... Um, yeah. I I'm, what, uh, I can't remember if it was in the first half or in the second half. But when we started talking about sleep as well, and then you just you were like, my sleep is way better and how everything had just improved and all those little like wins that you came along with as well. Is, um, was that even yeah. expected? You know, Was was that even a thought that, okay, all these other things could get better?
2: Not at all. So as I say, you know, my, my initial aim was just to fit into my clothes again. Um, mm. But what I really loved about the program uh, with you Grinder is that um, it's, it's very holistic. So it had like, you know, it's got like the animal flow, which is kind of like a dynamic yoga type thing. You know, so it works on flexibility and mobility. It's got the cardio. It's got the strength training. But on top of that, it's got like the nutrition strategy and then the sleep strategy and then breathing techniques. And all of that is just it's, it's so powerful how, you know, if you do everything like, you know, do all of those things, but the quality of life and the quality, the confidence in your body can really increase. And so, yeah. so yeah, so I'm, I've notoriously been kind of really bad with sleep, like for so many years, um, I'm a very light sleeper, you know, especially with the traffic outside, as you can hear, yeah. <laughs> you know, doesn't help. Um, but yeah, so I, I never really used to sleep that much, um, maybe like, you know, a few hours, so even when I was working in London, like max six hours, you know, sometimes mm. four. Uh, and that's what I thought I needed at the time. So, you know, I, I was able to function or I thought I was functioning fine. Mm. Um, and then kind of working through like sleep strategies and kind of the breathing techniques. Um, I was sleeping for like seven, eight hours. And I was like, oh my God, I actually <laughs> slept for seven, eight hours, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. And I know that so many other people do this every night, if, it, if it, yeah. you know, if it wasn't something that I ever had. Um, mm. so yeah definitely like that's been a really important aspect especially because I'm working my body so much as well in the fitness mm. on the fitness side of things so having that time for my body to be able to recuperate properly uh, it's mm. been brilliant so I've really enjoyed that aspect and yeah I, I didn't expect all of that to come so um, mm. and, you know so that's, that's kind of why I'm saying that my, my why has changed in a way because mm. I know that I can do more I know that I can improve aspects of my life more just through you know fitness nutrition properly sleeping and uh, i think one of the first things i tried was to switch my phone off because i was you know i'd wake up in the night check my phone for a few minutes and then you know and then that would just disturb my sleep so i started to just switch it off completely it was amazing i was just like this is great
0: yeah what's the, what's been the impact of that then like what's the direct impact of just having that better quality sleep or all the other gains that you've made
2: um, i definitely feel like my body's able to just recuperate actually um i don't feel um i, f- I feel quite energized um i feel quite rested um i suppose I, I never really thought about that before because i just i was just always on the go so i was living life kind of hundred miles an hour running into London, client meetings and going out after work and then doing it all again the next day, which I loved, I really loved. Um, and so having lockdown, it's kind of slowed me down, but it's also kind of just showed me that actually, it's nice to feel rested, <laughs> you know, which I never really thought about before. Um, just, yeah, I just feel a lot more relaxed. Um, I'm, I'm generally quite self-motivated anyway, but, um, mm-hmm. but I feel even more self-motivated. I feel even more kind of, yeah, like high energy. Um, just ready to do anything. You know, push ups on a cooker, just yeah, bring it <laughs> yeah. <in. laughs> You know. It's like, next
0: day it'll be like squats in the bathtub or something. <laughs> so, <laughs> wild, <Wow>. you,
3: <know.
0: laughs> you, you find that
3: London London
1: life will do that to you, right? Like where mm. it'll bring you to where you're doing four hours of sleep a night, getting up in mm. the morning talking stuff after breakfast back to work and then you have the hustle mm-hmm. getting home again in the evening unwinding yeah. checking your phone yeah it definitely shows you like how much you can you can go at like five percent you can just keep yeah. like limp, yeah. limp home mode almost like I'm in the car mm-hmm. um yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's sustaining that is <laughs> it's, uh
0: no fun. exactly man just like kaiser Sose in your way through life just limping right <laughs> Just dragging that leg around and it's 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 incredible and this thing is like um i think i think it was last week where we talked about it as well where it's just you just don't know how good you can actually have it that's the phrase that i always use because like like what you've described is so many of my clients over the years because of working you know have worked in the sea or was working in the sea until yeah, before yeah. it died, basically. <laughs> um, so um, so so it's like uh, that's everyone's kind of like life. That's the description, and everybody's a high achiever there as well. And so it's just like just redlining it all the time, not realizing that if you just spent like whatever, even just five percent of your time, redirecting that towards recovery and just getting a little bit more sleep, etc. The, the gains that you can make and how good you can actually feel. You don't even realize it. And, um, yeah, I think, that, I think you're a great example of, of that as well. Just, like, take that take, – apply a couple of strategies and make it work. And then it's like, whoa, I, I thought I was doing all right. I'm doing way better than that now.
2: Yeah. I think that's it because you get used to what you're doing. And so yeah. I was so used to surviving – and i didn't realize i was just surviving mm. on sleep on four hours sleep six hours sleep you yeah. know i just thought yeah I'm fine i'm fine um but it's only when you slow right down you change it up a little bit and then you feel the benefits and you think actually it's miles different from what it was like before
0: yeah that's a so, that's a really good way yeah. to put it as well yeah really good way to put it is just like a, you're just used to just surviving and um that's a that's an important point because so many people do get by on less than six hours of sleep people erroneously believe that they are built for getting by on less than six hours of sleep. So it's it's in the same way, like um, 80% of drivers think they're better than the average driver. It's like, well, that's <laughs> obviously wrong, right? It's like the same with most people. It's like most people who get by on less than six hours of sleep think they're fine. They're the, they're the ones with that gene type that allows them to get by on less than six hours of sleep. It's like, no, actually, it's probably, I can't remember, but it's less, it's less than 95%, uh, it's more than 95% of people Who can get by on that. It's like if so if you're thinking, Oh yeah, I've slept for less than six hours my whole life, I'm the kind of person who does that, like who can do that, you're like, actually no, you're probably wrong about that. And so let's try and fix up. There's like very few people who can genuinely get by on less than that because of their genetic makeup. But so when so it's important to note that anybody who's listening and thinks that they are doing fine with less than six hours of sleep a night. I think you need to reevaluate that and start putting in some strategies to get at least, um, first off, starting with better quality. So, even if it means you can't change the amount, it's like you've got to start with better quality of sleep and um, putting in the practices that allow you to get better quality of sleep and then work on incrementally building up the amount of sleep that you get as well. Um, because, yeah, you just, otherwise, you're just operating at, as Umo says, you know, also, you're just limping around. <laughs> mm.
1: <laughs> That's really interesting. I, I think it's like, Sometimes you got to look at by. I don't have to phrase this really, but by what measure are you are you qualifying that you are okay on six hours of sleep? You know what I mean? It's like mm. if you put, if yeah. you place your ceiling here, and then mm. but here is really I survive, like you said, Rimmerda, and I get home mm. and I'm like, oh, I'm okay, but I don't really want to have a conversation on the phone anymore. I don't really want to ring anybody up. I want to just sit on my sofa and just kind of like contemplate life for a minute, and then I'm going to drag <laughs> myself to the bathroom, I'm going to sort myself out, and then I'm going to my pjs on i'm gonna get in bed and kind of start again it's like that's not a life i want to live you know what i mean that's not a life that i want to i want to thrive in i want to kind of uh kind of move forward and actually actually uh be more be all that i can really be um and i think that that's people's perception of, of where they are my sister's a great example of this where she she works ultra hard She works in the nhs and um she's up to her back teeth right now in 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 work constantly which is which is uh it's She's got a mad work ethic, but at the same time, she's somebody who's let her health kind of deteriorate along the way. And and this, I, I feel like this podcast can be really really good for her to listen to, because um, you're a very similar example to her, right? You you have worked super hard, and you've seen that your health can kind of potentially take uh, a backseat to uh, to your job, to your profession, to to the things that you to the, the pressures you're placing on yourself. But then as soon yeah. as you open your open your mindset, like you said, that staying open minded um, to other things, to kind of training programs. And then by extension, you have all these secondary wins that are like oh, my sleep's in better. Now my mood's better. Now my clothes fit better. Now I can do push ups. And it's like, oh, this is great. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's exactly it. And I think I think part of what was happening was I was just running on adrenaline. And so, like, you know, I loved hmm. I loved the kind of the hustle bustle. I loved the work hard, play hard, whatever it was, you know, and. Um, But then yeah it's only when you slow down then you kind of realize and now i kind of think actually if i if i did this a few years ago you know it would have been much better quality interactions meetings at work quality of work perhaps you know and so so yeah so it's it's definitely something that people should think about it a bit more. And I think now that it's lockdown, is, you know, life has just slowed right down in, in so many cases. So now mm. is probably the best time to do it. I mean, not, not for your sister, it's probably even busier for her and, you know, like she's mm. doing an amazing job working, you know, especially in this in, in this climate as well, in the, in the environment that she's in. So if you can kind of think about your sleep strategies, you know, do it. Mm. Definitely. It's
0: always the best time. <laughs> the best time what's that? the best, best time, the best time was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. <laughs>
2: True.
0: Very true. That is true. It's, uh, it's yeah, that Zen saying. But um, yeah, I think that's interesting with um, with regards to having that uh, fast-paced life. Lockdown having taken that away from you. So number one is like kudos to you for not being like dragged down by that as well. Because there's like I think me and you we both know people who have really struggled with this period. But then. Uh, so, like so taking it upon yourself to be like, okay, I need to do something you know, to make sure that this isn't going to be my fate as well. And uh, secondly, if and when, by whatever timescale things do go back into going into that fast-paced lifestyle, what do you think you'll take away from this period to make sure that you can buffer against that because you enjoy that lifestyle as well? And so, how do you, how will you be able to, or what do you think is going to be the the balance that you're going to need? to make sure that it doesn't affect you as, as it did previously.
2: I think just having it at the forefront of my mind, not putting it a second as a second kind of priority. You know, my priority mm. needs to be my fitness, my health first, mm. and then everything else second. And so I think you know carving out that time, having that as a focus, um, definitely having it as a focus. Um, and I think I mean, I don't know actually because with my industry, I don't know if I'll be going back to the office permanently you know so I think I imagine that at least for the next six months I'll be working a lot more from home which in a way is good because then I can still kind of maintain some sort of fitness routine at home you know do the things that I was doing so um, I can still have that remaining as a focus um, you know making sure that I get my sleep making sure that I get my fitness in making sure that I do my runs whatever and then the days that I'm going into London or to the office or wherever um, just making sure on those days I've got enough time to to consider these particular strategies so i think mm. i hope it'll be like a permanent shift in my mindset to to back to these things into my into my day and into mm. my routine
0: yeah yeah just strategizing for and planning for it that's um again yeah. like you know implicitly you've just brought up something that's super important again which is when it's not been something that you're used to stipulating into your schedule. It's um, where you actually consciously have to carve out the time for it. So like, let's say for me and Umar, it's not even even a thing anymore to think about when it's gonna happen. Okay, except for when things get a little bit busy. Like, uh, all right, today, um, I had this incident last night. Oh man, it was like three in the morning and it was just basically, there was a car parked outside on the street, which was, um, there were just people just blasting music from their car. At three in the morning, I was like, "You motherfucking So I gave it like I gave it like two minutes. I was just like, "I'll just give it two minutes just to see if this settles down." Because I was in such a good sleep, like I could tell when I woke up from the noise. I was like, "Huh?" <laughs> I was just in this really, really nice sleep. This is this is this has got a point. Uh, trust me. So it's like uh, it feels like a total segue, but it's got a point. So. I gave her two minutes and then I was like, no, I've, I've had enough of this. So I open my window, I pop my head out and I look out and about 20, 30 meters down the road, it's basically these like, I don't know, two dumb drunk 20 year olds who are just uh, like, like got the car door open. One of them's like leaning against the car door and like sticking her butt out. And then the other one has got a camera and is like taking videos of her mate. And I was oh looking God. at this, I was like, I, like I, can't t- I can't tell, like, I assume because of the attitude, because of the noise that they were making and like how they were giggling and laughing and everything, I was like, they just sound like two, like young, young idiots, basically. And I just went, yo, quiet down, please. So I was just being really like, I'm always super polite to start with, right? And then they were embarrassed. And then they turned around, they were embarrassed. I could see like one of them like, you know, covered her face. And was just like oh no there's a guy who's looking at her. i'm like you're blasting music at 3am what are you embarrassed <laughs> about? like you're inviting people to look at you and shout at you what are you embarrassed about and um and then there's this like there's this little hedge that's in the uh that's uh, that's in the way right so they basically just go and stand behind the hedge as if by doing that it's like you no, know, the t-rex you know you can't see me if you don't move <laughs> <laughs> I was like I was like yo I can still see you and I can still hear you and, and then one of them shouts from behind the hedge is like give me five minutes They're like no I'm not gonna give you five minutes pipe down so I like I just got a bit more aggressive eventually and then they were like, one of them was like getting embarrassed. Basically, she was like, just one more video, just one more video of her mate just twerking in the middle of the street. That's what she wanted to do. I was like, what is fucking wrong with people, man? So I just went, no, turn the music down. I'm just shouting at them at this point. Fucking just like an old man with his head hanging out the window. He's like, get out of here, you dumb youth. And then eventually like, so they, they, they turned the music down. I was like, thank you just shouted at them from across the way and i close the window go back to, go back to bed 20 seconds later I put the music back up again Pop popped my head out the window and then they were like oh he's still looking and then they took off <laughs> What's oh, that? yeah, so yeah like, like, like that's not gonna make a difference so basically that fucked up the next like two hours two hours of my sleep right so they eventually took off and um so instead of me waking up at like 7 a.m. today, which I was like, oh that's gonna be a good day, I end up like just naturally waking up at like 9 30 because my just time just completely went all over the shop. Uh, my my rest went all over the shop. So I was like, okay, I've just lost two and a half hours. I need to I need to make that back somehow. And so instead of me being like, all right, I'm gonna be casually going through my day, not thinking about anything, I know when I'm gonna get my workout in, I know we're gonna do the podcast, I know what's gonna happen afterwards, I was like, fuck, I need to reorganize. So I was like I've got this slot, this very specific slot right now to do the workout that I want to do, and um, and so yeah, so yeah, like so I had to like you know, have a quick look at the schedule and just have a quick look at okay am I going to make, be able to make this work and then just bash it out. So you know it becomes a it's, a it's quite a conscious thing. So I ended up having to really put the effort into figuring out where I'm going to get this workout in, and that's the situation that a lot of people are in when they're starting out on a routine. And then also, especially because of the, the privilege of lockdown, is things slow down so you can squeeze that into your time, like the time people spend commuting, the time people spend going out to dinner, all that kind of stuff is like there's hours that they've gained back and they're able to apply it. The question then is, is like, okay, well, life isn't always going to be easy to slot things in so uh, without having to yeah. think about it. So when you do, what are you going to have to do? You're going to have to take a look at your schedule in, in advance and go, Okay, I can work out here, here, and here. And if one of them goes wrong, I know I can squeeze it in somewhere else here. And you have to be able to consciously like take that effort and do the preparation and put it in, and 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 uh, and put it into your schedule to make it happen. And um, yeah, that was the that was a long way around that point, basically.
2: Yeah, definitely. I think just having that focus, yeah. definitely.
0: Yeah. Mm. You're,
3: and,
1: you're keeping um, our focus at like 3 a.m. in the morning, being like, "I got a train to, shut <laughs> yeah, up." Yeah, cool.
0: exactly. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Yo, you want to train with me?"
3: <laughs>
0: That's it. Yeah, it was it was ridiculous. I couldn't believe it. I was like, "Man, I've I've got such a good sleep going on right now. I can't believe it's been disrupted in this way." But uh, but yeah, still got to still gonna work it out somehow.
1: Life's nice way of throwing you a curveball. Being like, Gee, yeah, man. Okay, you know, really nicely. Have this. Just, just yeah. take this. Out. <laughs> I
0: was like, I really do I need that. I really do I need that. Thank, thank you, thank you. Street, uh, uh, London life.
3: Yeah. But
0: uh, you, you, you do this often enough anyway. And just like you, just do it right outside my window. You know, just blare it right outside my window instead. Whether you, but uh, but yeah, but yeah. The point being is just like yeah, just having that preparation and just making sure that uh, you find a way of um, making it work for you because, like you said that health and that fitness is now a priority and when other things come back in to play a lot more forcefully it's like you know you okay you've got these arrangements and stuff it's like I you how do I make sure I don't let that slide and it's a very conscious effort in the beginning it's always um one of the things that I find is it gets to a certain stage where things start to become a little bit overwhelming for clients as well like uh uh, like it'll be good to get your thoughts on that as well but it can get a, like it gets a certain stage of the program where things can get a little bit overwhelming because they're starting to build up a certain level of knowledge about themselves and what it takes to be healthy so then they're thinking "Oh, i've got to apply this 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 and this and um and so there's a lot of serial processing going on so things that you do reflexively which don't necessarily suit you but your body your brain makes you do it reflexively because that's the easiest way to operate in the world so you don't have to actually take up valuable resources to actually think about what you need to do, you do it reflexively, but a lot of those reflexive behaviors aren't really serving you well. Like, you know, looking at social media is a reflexive behavior. Um, having, uh, after a period of time, like that client you spoke about like 20 years of just having, a, you know, drinking every single night before going to bed. And that's a reflexive behavior now that doesn't even think about doing it. But it's not a reflexive behavior that's like serving him well. So you have to consciously, you have to bring everything back into awareness to make sure that you can make the change and uh, that takes a lot of wherewithal, that takes a lot of like mental real estate to do it. But the silver lining is, is the more uh, you do that, it becomes more of a habit and that becomes a reflexive thing. So it's easy right now for things to become reflexive when things get a bit more difficult in terms of things getting busier, you, you're you going to need to be a lot more conscious of it. And then, but then when you do that, you will again settle into a rhythm of, okay, oh, I'm just doing this now. I'm just training at whatever time it is that you need to train to get it in. And you're training, uh, you're eating the right things because it's just reflexive to eat that kind of thing. Like, I don't know with you guys, but I don't know if you like, uh, if you now for yourself, Rabindu, if you've got like a meal that you just rely on and like, you don't even think about it, but it's just, this is my go-to. And like, for me, I don't even think about it. It's almost like I can can think about other things when I'm making my smoothie that I have uh, to break my fast for the day, basically because it's just it's just uh, it's just that it's just the one it's the thing
2: I think it is that I think it's just kind of replacing those reflexive behaviours as you say but kind of replacing those with kind of more productive things and things that are going to Sort of be beneficial for you and building mm. that into your until they become reflexive. So, mm. so the food thing has been a bit more difficult for me to <laughs> kind
1: of. Yeah, manage. I was going to play with
0: that.
1: There's an elephant in this room. we talk about this.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uma was like, What haven't we talked about yet? I wonder. <laughs> why <laughs> why <are> we... <laughs>
1: Just, uh, <laughs> the Let's go. No, it's, it's, getting, getting, let's, let's, let's get into it.
2: The food so, um, so yeah, so Gorinda has like these evaluation forms and so I put recently that, um, the food strategy, the nutrition strategy was a bit of a delayed reaction because, purely because, like, I know I need to eat healthy, you know, I know that I need to kind of add more protein to my diet, for example. Um, but it's for me, the food thing has been very reflexive, I've kind of gone back to old behaviors maybe and kind of maybe not focus so much on portion control or maybe not focus so much on the composition of my meal so so that's definitely been something that's um harder to work on purely because um first of all i didn't know you know kind of what protein was what carbs were what fats were i knew the main food groups but not in that much detail. And also, food is just like a, a pastime for me. Like, I love it. You know, like I, I eat food because I need food, but I also eat food because I just love it. You know, like the taste, the different cuisines, and the cakes and chips and, oh, just, you know, like all the different oh, things. Yeah, so. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm about to exit this podcast early. Be like, guys, you're on your own. <laughs> yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go eat. Me. I'm out of here, Brad. That's why
0: I'm out of here,
1: yeah. <laughs> <of> here Brad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no, so go on over go there on, really. no no yeah so then yeah.
2: yeah it's the food thing has been a bit of a tough journey so i'm guessing it's uh it's kind of hitting home with you maybe for sure <laughs>
1: for sure do you know what something you've just you just said that's made me click on to something else i want to say now so workouts like so you you said through the podcast that mm. year six you were in you were into your running and you were smashing that and you had a great time doing it but really PE is one lesson, one lesson a week, or two lessons a week sometimes in year six, or then you go into secondary school and it just dies out, right? The gym is this like ethereal place that everyone wants to go. Everyone has a membership, but sometimes you have to go there, (laughs) you have to make time for it. We've all been eating since we were this big, eh? (laughs) Pre podcast chat, like literally this big, right? And we're we're getting those reps three times a day, four times a day, five times a day, some cases more, right? So it's like that is an institution. So mm. in terms of breaking down yeah. that wall, it's like, good luck. That's going to take mm. time, you know, depend, depending, depending mm. on who you are as a person. And this is where kind of links yeah. back into if you're process driven, how process driven are you? Can I just flip the script on you? I've only ever had one client in my whole lifetime of clients. That I've just given mm. a meal plan to, to do that. And he's not deviated once. He's, he's just a, mm. and wow. in, in, in wow. the best way is he is a robot. When I, when I say, sorry, let me qualify that better. He's, he's not, not deviated <laughs> once. He's 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 stuck to the plan. Like if we're doing twelve weeks. He's doing twelve weeks, and then he's gonna have two days of all hell will break loose because I'm gonna fly to, I'm gonna fly to some some unknown destination around the world, and you will yeah. not hear from me for forty eight hours. And I'm like, cool. You come back, you're gonna have a beard, and you get and you're gonna have like <laughs> extra, extra five five kilos of body fat on you, but it's fine because because for the next twelve weeks we're gonna go we're gonna go ham and you're gonna go at it. So he's he has that switch, you know what I mean? And, and that that's that's the that's the. I, I i definitely commend him for that I, I feel like i'm similar in that sense um but i feel like what you said there and the, the reason why we kind of not skated around the food thing but it, it takes longer to get to the food thing because it's such a inbuilt institution like i like, like i said where uh, i could personally say that for myself like being in an asian british asian household um food is like especially if you, i i found this as a boy as the only boy in the household, it's like just feed him, keep feeding him. He'll be healthier. <laughs> Everyone will be happier. And and like he's he's healthy, he's he's growing, but he's finding it hard to run to the stairs. You know, what I mean? like this this this, this is like, the
0: solution to... every time. Yeah, We're like right. Oh, Uma's upset. Feed him. Oh, Uma's really happy. Feed him. Oh, he's got great grades at school. Feed him. Oh, oh God, he's not doing not too well you. at school. Feed him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I just keep putting the pennies in. Let's go. <laughs> um, but it, it's so true. It's so true, and I think mean, that's why. Why, um in a way, I feel like culturally we we also might find it harder. And I I, I work with all kinds of clients from all kinds of backgrounds, and you definitely find that food for, for us and in our culture is a hard thing for us to break because the cycle is so strong. Um, mm. And that's where like taking to training is one thing, but. You've not yeah. built up a, a massive wall with training because you may have done some workouts, young. young you've, you've you've seen some things on on online or on Instagram. You've tried a few things like you said, hit workouts, but really, food yeah. has been there every single day of the year for your entire years. Like that's that's mm-hmm. always been there. Yeah. And So, like, yeah. chipping away at that wall is uh, yeah. is a much harder battle. So yeah, yeah. I, like um, I, I wouldn't kind of see it as a as, as a loss. I would definitely just see it as like this is this is a much bigger hurdle to clear. And uh hmm. we're clear we're on the yeah. way, you know what I mean? We're on the way, sure.
0: Yeah, I love how you, yeah, a- you broke that down.
2: Yeah, that's a really interesting way to to look at it actually, yeah, because fitness is one thing and it's an important thing. But yeah, food, you've had it since day one right so and that's always been part of your life and so um and culturally but also socially as well like the amount of times you know like I'd be going out for dinner after work it's just it's just one of those things and when you go out for dinner you you know for me it's not just a main meal I had I'd have dessert and sometimes a cocktail so you know it's never just the one thing you know it's not just your cheese and toast at home so you know it's it's a lot more than that um and so yeah it is a whole institution and I, I didn't really um I think I just completely underestimated it because I just thought yeah fine you know I'll sort out my nutrition it's fine um but it's it it was a lot harder and I think yeah I just it was such a delayed reaction I think that's what that's what shocked me it took me so long to kind of think oh actually yeah I need to do that and I need to do that and then actually that's you know that's the kind of um the 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 strategy that I need to to achieve my goals and you know kind of introduce more protein. Even like looking at the menu, I just go for the the flavors that I like. But actually, no, I should be going for more kind of you know protein based meals and you know. So it's just a whole massive mindset shift for me. Um, But I'll hopefully get there. I think.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. I bet you are. I bet you are doing. I mean, we've not kind of cycled back to those original goals. But but how how are your how are your clothes fitting now? How how are you how are you kind of uh, you on the way to that that ticking that goal off? Where, where, Where are we there?
2: yeah i think so so my first three months was so actually i said to greener i'm not bothered about weight you know Like i just want to turn up because i think that was my my primary aim um and i definitely saw changes in my body um and so then from there i was just like, actually now i want to lose a little bit of weight you know i don't want to be super skinny or anything like that again it's just like it's it's just about my clothes it's about my wardrobe i just don't want to go shopping again you know so um so then um that was my aim and i just thought as shallow as it sounds you know that's it's just keeping it real <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so so the second phase has been more about kind of just losing a little bit of weight just so i can kind of feel toned and but also you know get the shape that i wanted to to get really so i think the first phase was you know like i saw amazing changes in my body actually I sort of definition in muscles that I didn't really realize I could get. So, you know, I'd sort of speak to my brother about it. And, you know, it'd be like, yeah, you know, I've got this simple here. Or I've got this kind of like <laughs> defined here. It is amazing. Um, and so the second and that kind of prompted, like, actually, I can do more. You know, I'm going to I'm going to go for it. Um, and so so I think, um, yeah, the fitness side has been definitely more progressive. Uh, but in order to lose that weight or the weight that I want to lose, um, food plays a big part in that so um and that's what i definitely need to work on still so um it's getting there well not always you know um but hopefully it's kind of heading in that direction mindset is is changing so let's just hope the results will also change um for the better
1: i'm sure it is i'm sure it is yeah that that, update again I, i definitely think it's a much bigger hurdle to clear it's almost like uh because it's such a comfort and it's such a kind of a a a, a, a place of like you know what you're going to get with food with with workout it's a bit, a bit of an unknown so you're more likely to just risk it and be like oh okay, well, let's, let's see what happens whereas food is like I, I know what i'm going to get so I, why do i need to change it i'm happy with this i'm happy, my, my, my taste buds yeah. are happy with this like kind of i enjoy it i enjoy my meals and um yeah we, we don't need to we don't need to rock that boat whereas we kind of do need to rock that boat you know i mean we need to kind of see what's on the other side but yeah yeah I'm, I'm sure i'm sure you're on your way
2: yeah, it's it's definitely a process and it's it's you know as you guys have mentioned before, you know, it's it's kind of trusting that journey, trusting that process and committing to it as well. Um but yeah, it's definitely been um a significant part that I've it's just taken me more time to adapt to that. So the, the fitness I, you know, I've thrown myself into it, but um yeah, the, the food, it, yeah, it's just need to do that.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, yeah I don't know about you do but um well my personally my story i mean i was i was pardon the phrase but like balls deep in training right mm. and loving training but going through any kind of um diet change was was the last thing i wanted to do you know i was i was, mm. I was constantly kind of in into uh, just eating how i wanted to eat eating home-cooked food but then like you said desserts and, and uh i don't drink but like everything everything along with with having kind of a sweet tooth 100 percent and that was years and years and years of me kind of growing and getting to a place where I was obviously really really unhappy but um, that was the that was the, that was the elephant in the room that I need to, to unveil and actually start exploring and um, like yourself it's not it's not a linear path with food because because of the institution that we've kind of built up over the years um, but uh, along the way you definitely realize the value of knowing what proteins carbs fats all these things are um, and just just you know, finding your way with them
0: yeah, big time. Yeah, definitely,
2: definitely.
0: Yeah, I think um, yeah. There's a, we've talked about it before as well. There's a lot of hang ups around food. Um, there's you know, people coming in from all sorts of angles as well. There, a lot of uh, a lot of people want to start training and think, okay, I can just train my way out of out of uh, out of the, the bad shape that I find myself in. And um, yeah, and like, and you're laughing as if it's like that. Nah, that's me. <laughs>
3: Yeah, yeah,
0: totally and, was. Yeah, yeah was and my diet. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. And uh, it's just, uh, and it's common, and it's like because all right, well, the first thing I'm taking care of is being sedentary, so I'm not sedentary anymore, and that will that will actually help for sure because you will start to notice changes in your body. But then, if you're really after, if you if you really want to get the thing that you're after, the only way that's really going to happen is you know, taking a holistic approach and looking at everything that's affecting it, and. And, uh, and that's why, yeah, we start off with trying to get that nutrition on point straight off the bat as well. Just understanding the relevance that it has, so that you can, uh, so that you can make that long term change. Because um, otherwise, yeah, it goes it goes pear shaped pretty quickly. And like you know, I mean, there's there's like stats on this kind of stuff as well. You know, you could if you if like there was something recently that was posted by Precision Nutrition, which is quite nice and did it graphically too, but which, uh, which you would like remember <laughs> And it was just basically, uh, it was, uh, you know, they, they took like, they took people and gave them a minimally processed diet for two weeks. And then the second two weeks, they gave them a highly processed diet. And, um, they said, look, you can eat however much of this stuff you want. You know, this is basically whatever diet you're on, just eat as much of it as you want as, you, as to your heart's content, literally. And, um, the minimally processed diet, they ate about 508 calories less per day than they did on the highly processed diet. And that's not because they were given a calorie target, that was because they had higher quality food. And the quality of food meant they were satiated and they were nourished, right? And, you know, we've talked about this as well, me um, um, you, you, remember about the, the power of protein, essentially, how it's um, the more um, the more protein you consume, it's uh, it's got that. Uh, is the thing that's called thermic effect of food, which just basically means it helps you, essentially, it burns more calories consuming protein than it does any other food group um, than carbohydrates and fats. So netting out, it just means that you're in a bit more of a, you can become in a bit more of a calorie deficit. And so what these people have basically done is like, you know, highly processed food, they're hyper palatable. you just keep eating more and you don't realize that you're getting full. And then you've got the minimally processed food, which is, you know, highly satiating um you can make it taste good everybody like you know you whoever's following the podcast on instagram has seen my my posts on uh uh, on uh, getting that steak with the vegetables and stuff and that is a fat (laughs) meal i'm telling you people it's it's a damn good meal right feel tanked i feel it's delicious there's my heart i'm content and uh and and yeah and like yeah (laughs) don't even need don't even need anything after that you know it just feels really good so um and again this is, wasn't even to do with a like calorie restriction you just like eat however much of this stuff you want automatically ate 500 calories less per day which is you know the the maths of it is that's a pound of fat lost a week if you're going to be in a calorie deficit so when you start to apply those principles and then you know all, imagine all you did was just do the training and he's like okay i'm going to out train myself i'm going to train myself back into better shape but then if you go back to that busy lifestyle then the speed that that with which the the weight can come back on is like through the roof because you stop training but you're still eating the same kind of foods and generally they're going to be more processed and they're not going to be as full of protein it's going to be more fats and carbohydrates and then it's way, way way too easy to over consume again and whereas if you make that nutrition change at the same time then you can rely on the fact that you will have a more uh, in tune way of eating with your body so that even though you are training less because you're ha- consuming better quality of food you will probably naturally more eat less as well because because your body is uh, because of the food that you're consuming and it's going to match more readily your um, your intake requirement and uh, it's quite fascinating that the body knows how to do that but it does but it's only if you feed it the right stuff
2: yeah and i think it's also um like list. yeah just being more intuitive in terms of eating when you're hungry so i think mm. with me like it would be a certain time and i'd just automatically start eating like not even thinking about whether i'm mm. hungry or not so it's almost like i may not be hungry but because it's a certain time it's lunchtime or whatever i'm going to automatically eat you know whether Mm. i'm hungry or not so i think it's just it's that added to kind of everything else it's just kind of listening to your body a bit more um and eating at a slower pace which we've discussed Mm. as well um and just yeah it's just lots of things that actually go into the kind of the food element of getting healthier
0: Mm. yeah amazing Awesome. And like, because, um, and yeah, and I mean, I'll say it for you as well is like, you are making those incremental gains. I know it's like, you know, it's getting better each time. Like, you know, you go to your mom's house and like, she's making glob job and you know, like, oh boy, this could go bad. This could go south real quick. <laughs> and you are like, you know, like, is this glob job in here? What am I going to do? And, uh, and this is why we exactly. have that. You know, this is why we have that, like, you know, weekly review of like, what do you foresee coming up? Like, what's like, what's happening in the week before, <laughs> and what do you foresee coming up? And then it comes up, it's like, oh, I'm going to be at my parents' house, and there's going to be glob jam, and it's like, all right, this is something we can strategize for. This is this is something we can work out how to, you know, how to make uh, make it work for you, rather than you know being like twenty glove jams later and being like, oh, what the hell just happened, and uh, you know, consuming your entire calorie count for the whole week. So uh, exactly, uh, but exactly. yeah, but <laughs> yeah, and like you know, you've like uh, you talked about it yeah, being out with friends as well. You started to make those better decisions um, where you're making it fit your framework. Is like okay, well, what's an appropriate amount of food for me? How many portions of this should I have? And um, you did that. You described a great example of it when you were out with uh, out with a friend in the middle of the week and, um, and that's, yeah, that's huge progress because you've done it once, you know you can do it again and what was the cost of it? Nothing really, what was the benefit? Yeah. Everything so yeah. you you when you look at it in those terms as well you're like okay, man, this, this ain't bad, I can, I can do this and I can keep moving forward so yeah certainly making those incremental gains and there's a lot of power in that Yeah um, and I think it's also
2: like knowing that you
0: don't have to cut anything
2: out <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, So you can still just the it's just you know the proportion just making other really good choices like so for example you know the, the day that you're referring to I had a dessert and it was great but it was still within my proportions of the day so it, you know it's like it felt great great to eat it but it felt great to not have the guilt as well so you mm. know it's not like I've got a bit overeaten and I've had too much you know dessert today but actually like it's all within my like um, allowance of the of the day and I can eat whatever mm. I want within that you know within my boundaries and so yeah, yeah it just feels good to just kind of just know that nothing
0: is really out of bounds. It's just, you just okay. got to think about it a bit more. Yeah, no, hundred percent. That's, um, yeah, that's exactly it. It's just knowing, knowing how to manage that. And like, um, like what have you noticed? Um, so with those, with the nutrition changes as well that you started to make, um, what are the biggest changes that you've needed to make and how have you noticed them impact you, your state of energy, your health, etc, if, if at all? um,
2: so I think there's two things. I think there's portion control because I think my portions were a bit too big before. <laughs> so, yeah. um, and also just introducing more protein to, mm. to my meals. Um, and I think that what I've seen is that I just feel a lot better. Just, you know, like, you know, within myself, just feel kind of actually I'm not overfull. You know, I've eaten the right mm. amount. I'm not feeling kind of stuffed or like, you know, like I'm overly overly full or anything like that so it it just feels good and i think Mm. that's a really important marker actually just to you know to to have so um yeah i think they would be the main things i
0: think yeah nice and like yeah always always remember the uh the louis ck lines like i don't eat till i'm full i eat till i'm sick of myself (laughs) it's (laughs) like you're like i am beyond that now i'm done with that
2: Yeah. Cause you just don't, it's almost that like unconscious eating. You just think, you know, especially when you're out with friends, you know, well, or when I was out with friends, you know, I just, it's almost like I wouldn't even look at my food. I'd just be chatting away, eating away and not paying any attention to anything,
1: mm.
2: you know, apart from just, yeah. Unconsciously just consuming whatever's in front of me.
1: Yeah. So true. So it kind of comes back to that awareness alignment action for me, whereas mm. it's like Big staying in constant awareness of, of, you're putting the food in your mouth. That's a calorie those are calories too yeah. dr yeah. longjohn's calories like everything just seeing it what it really is <laughs> rather than seeing it as like I'm happy when I'm eating or I'm unconscious when I'm eating that's yeah. uh, it's, it's, so <laughs> right? it's everything
0: yeah, yeah completely yeah. it's like uh, just yeah it's like uh, there's there's a consequence attached to everything right mm. um yes. yeah, and so we just we got to we got to in those scenarios we have got to kind of manage those consequences basically yeah yeah
1: exactly
2: mm. exactly
1: oh. Can I ask how, uh, how like friends, family, close, close like people to you have reacted to, to your training so far. And then have they, have they asked questions? Have they become inquisitive themselves? Have you become like a, an arbiter of information? Have they kind of come yeah. to you and be like, oh, remember, no, what do I do here? Like, how, how do I, how do I, how do I, lose, these, how do I lose these bits? Or how do I get this bit? So is that happening? Um, I think, I think people have definitely noticed a difference.
2: I think that, yeah, I don't know if they use me as a, you know, sort of, um, as a guide to you know what to do next, because <laughs> I don't think I'm that yeah. knowledgeable. <laughs> um, You'd be surprised. You'd be
0: surprised at yeah, what you learn.
2: Well, actually, you know, I was in so a few weeks, maybe a few months back. Uh, me, um, Hardik, my brother, and Haley, my sister-in-law, we were all doing like a push-up off um, off the sofa. <laughs> <laughs> <That's nice. laughs> so when you push up on the sofa, and then like your hands on the floor. Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i was thinking yeah i can easily do this and so this is in the early days of my program and then um yeah it was rubbish but you know it was, it was good to kind <laughs> of just have those, kind of, you know, those conversations and just kind of inspired kind of more physical activity and mm-hmm. a bit of competition um but i think people have definitely seen a difference in me physically uh, and probably seen me make more sensible food choices as well. Um, within that time, you know, people around me have joined the gym or are doing more fitness as well, just for their own journey as well. So mm. I think it's definitely something that's in my kind of, um, you know, in my environment uh, in terms of mental family. Because um, I think everyone's kind of, you know, everyone's routines changed um, and people still want to kind of uh, maintain their health and fitness and stuff. And so people are doing it in slightly different ways. Some people are doing more, you know, fitness, like fitness stuff some people are just making more healthy choices so they're all kind of doing whatever they're doing in their own ways um, but I think yeah it's definitely been a positive reaction to, to my journey and um, hopefully inspirational as well
0: yeah fully no doubt. No doubt. yeah it is fully it inspires me I'm like I'm the one I'm the guy's coaching you fully <laughs> it's like yeah <fully. laughs> every every time is like when you just like when i see like you know you're posting a or noise like this happened that happened and like you know you take off like a workout in the program like online i see it come through he's like i did this i did that i'm like man this just gets me pumped It's like because <laughs> every time you do that it feeds it feeds me as well it's like it allows me to give my best as well so it's uh, it's amazing really and um and yeah it's yeah and it's like yeah and you and like uh, that's the thing you just never really know how much you can influence the people around you and um and yeah, you will certainly be doing that for sure. I mean like um uh yeah, you, like cause your bro was saying to me as well, he's like, Man, like Mirinda came home one day, like when we were hanging out at my parents' place and like she, she had these like definition in her shoulders and stuff. I was like, Where the hell did that come from? <laughs> 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 like, yeah, man. That's she great. she's repping it. She's literally repping it. <laughs> Power
2: of reps, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> That's
0: great. That's like that's not that's a Eckhart Tolle uh, revision. Is uh, it's not <laughs> power of
2: now?
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly.
1: Power of reps. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you remember, you've got that book wrong, mate. Really got a Oh man,
0: dude, that is there. You go. That needs to get published. The power, yes. of, reps, <laughs> right? power of reps. I reckon. Yeah, Ula, you you're you're the man to write that book for sure. I and mean, then forward for yeah. forward by that's <laughs> yeah Yeah.
1: I love it. I love it. That's, uh, that's, that's You can have so many like anecdotes of just uh, where, where, where you've come from and where you are now. Perfect.
0: Mm. Perfect. Exactly. That's it. That's that's what that that's what that's going to be full of. Is just. The, I think that process. would be a really
2: good book. Yeah. yeah genuinely, you know, yeah. I think people would go. buy that. You know, I would buy
0: that. go. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Great.
2: First,
0: amazing. First, so you All right. do it. <laughs> first one. Part the first. power of rep exactly that's uh we've got we got our first order coming through right now as well that's that, that's a sick one because I wonder how many books there are I mean like I don't even know I don't even know about like David Goggins one like can't hurt me I don't know how much of it is um you know about the process basically well, he is the dude who is about the process right but how many <laughs> other books would there be which is like you know here's the beginning here's the here's the journey and then here's the result of that like uh I, I don't know I don't know it's just completely brand new thought of uh, you know if you're writing about something about the way that someone is how many of those books come from uh, come from like you know beginning to end as opposed to just seeing the end product because for example like some of the ones I'm thinking about is like uh, when they're asking successful people you know what do you do to be successful and they're like oh do this this and this and all these habits and it's like you know have this morning routine wake up at 5am and then like do this it's like, okay, that's what you do now, but how did you arrive at that stage, right? Yeah. Like, how can you make it clear yeah. to people that it's not a straightforward journey? It's not always going to be easy. And uh, by, by displaying that process, as opposed to um, just saying, oh yeah, do this, this, and this. Yeah, and I
1: think... Yeah. Go on, go on a minute.
2: I was just going to say, that makes it more relatable, doesn't it? Because when you can see mm-hmm. that actually someone came from... Probably a place where you're at, and actually you can get to that level. So that mm. kind of it makes it more personal. It makes it more sort of relatable. So I think that's a really mm. good. That should be something that's kind of included in these kind of um, process books or you know sort of mm. accounts.
1: Yeah, we've got, we got, 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 we've got, a, we've got a, What is it like a like a anthology now? i just like yeah. different process <laughs> books. It starts, with, it starts with the power of reps. <laughs> <laughs> We go, we go from
0: volume one.
1: Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Right itself. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, evolve a sheep thrive library.
0: Yes. Yeah. There you go. Eat like the Definitely. eat library. <laughs> you, you know, the connotations there as well, Man, the eat library is like feed your, feed your mouth and feed your soul. Dude, <laughs> we're coming it. up with all the ideas right now. <laughs>
1: it's flowing. It's flowing.
0: <laughs> it's all flowing out. You need to have more of these brainstorming sessions. <laughs>
1: <Right>.
3: <laughs> Take it it's off top, air afterwards as well. There. That's it. Yeah, man. Brilliant!
0: Yeah. All right, I need to. Uh, all right, we need to know now. Showbiz Brown, come on, Showbiz. Oh, Showbiz Brown. Tell okay, us.
1: okay. uh Showbiz Brown. So I, I don't. You know, I don't even know how much I can divulge with this. This is. It sounds so uh, so spooky. So like <laughs> this,
0: is, this is great. This is great. Um, just like, you know, just give us a tiny little inside scoop. Just give everybody a little bit of something to look forward to. A little, little
1: taste. Just, just put it back. Yeah, a yeah, little taste. There we go. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, some, some syrup from the glove jam, and you don't get the full bite just yet. Um, <laughs>
2: yeah. I get that analogy, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> fellow, fellow brown people, you will uh, yes. you'll understand. <laughs> um, so I, I'm gonna say that like, uh, it's really interesting what you've been talking about today, reminder um, about your process. Um, and how you were in a certain place and now you've understood the power of reps, you've understood the power of food, understanding all these things and it's led you to where you are now. Um, showbiz Brown is basically a, uh, what I went through over the weekend. So I've been lucky enough to be involved with uh, with basically a storytelling of of my story um, with a showbiz connotation, potentially, potentially, um, with like a, uh, a show with a show, so uh, I, I, I'm being super vague here. Yeah, maybe, maybe. So I, I, I don't actually know when things are going to air or when things are could air or potentially could air. You know, I'm trying to <laughs> cover my ass. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that, that, that was that was my weekend, which was hanging out with uh, with a couple of other people and hearing about their stories, hearing about where they've come from in their own uh, weight loss, and now. We're, we're in a position where we can actually help other people do the same. So uh, that, 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 was, uh, that was the conversation behind Showbiz Brown. Really, really interesting weekend. Because uh, personally, I've not... just I mean, Gr- talked to me about it before, where he's kind of like asked me about my story and asked me about kind of where you've come from and, and like whatever. But I've not really stopped and thought about it properly or even been immersed around people where they've had a similar experience. And it was, uh, it was a really interesting weekend. So I spent, spent it up in Manchester, drove down on Friday night. And then uh, yesterday was a whole day of uh, of being around these people and kind of uh, going through the process. And it was a super long day. I started at 7 in the morning, finished at 10 p.m. at night. And it was just Ooh. hectic, like hectic. I, I don't know how these people Bruno. do it day in, day out. Um, I was wiped by the end of it. And then I, I decided to, to get up from my car and drive all the way back home again, which is, which is just nice. like me. Uh, <laughs> this is not advisable I'm going to tell you a story do not, do not, do, do not follow my advice here please this is not like home alone. don't face this me, please don't do this right um, <laughs> I'm driving back last night and I'm like i got to stay awake I'm so tired Fuck. and this, this is this is bad right but <laughs> I'm reading about uh, about uh, sympathetic uh, nerve waves in the body right and they're all they're all around the neck they're all around the head they're all around the upper back so I'm on the motorway coming back from Manchester and about an hour and a half into the journey, got about 40, 40 minutes left. And uh, I'm like, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm not nodding off. But at a certain point, you know, when you, you're driving in the curve, roads, kind of curving like this, and you find yourself kind of going <laughs> straight and you hear the rumble strip and you're like, oh, shit, wake <laughs> up, wake up. Like, stay, stay on the road. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm just there with this bottle of water, like. Oh. And I just, pour it, I just pour it <laughs> my head, Like, I, I need to wake up. <laughs> like, nobody's around. Me. No one's gonna find I'm crazy. I need to, need to be awake right now. So, <laughs> I just dash the water oh on my, my head, god. and it runs down onto my back, and I'm just like, okay, I'm awake now. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's like desperate times crazy, desperate oh desperate. my desperate So uh, yeah, we don't. We don't want to. I was like, I, wanna, I need to make it home, sleep in my bed tonight, and not actually have, uh, not actually have a wife out the way home. Oh god. So, oh man. <laughs> Right, that, that was me last night That's at 1, 1 45 a.m so sorry Gerinda, you, you were getting kept up by twerking children on the sidewalk <laughs> outside your place i was i was trying to keep myself awake so i didn't crash yeah. my car and, and wipe out on the way home yeah holy shit bro
0: wow. <laughs> to
1: i don't have a radio in my car right now because it needs to it needs to be coded uh, since the mechanic fixed it, it did, didn't. It did come back to life. I got the window down. I'm just, I'm still kind of. I'm still kind of nodding off here. I know what's. Mm. Yeah. I got this. I got this. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, kind of uh, went over my head. But um, hopefully, in a few, a few, uh, few podcast time, you have to you'll have to tune in again, and I'll be able to divulge yeah. a bit more about about the process, a bit more about kind of uh, what's going on. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll have our post podcast chat, post podcast chat, and we'll uh, we'll divulge a, a bit more there. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, sounds really exciting. Thanks, yeah, yeah thanks. definitely. It's gonna be big. It's gonna be fun. Uh, I've, t- I've told you a little bit about it, and uh, yeah, mm-hmm. hopefully, hopefully, it can uh, it can spiral into,
0: into some fun stuff. How yeah, man. you, man? Deserve That's that. Amazing. That's amazing. This one's cool. sounds cool. Sounds cool.
2: Did it help you learn more about your own journey?
0: Mm
1: Yeah, it did. You know, it did. It made, I don't think I've really revisited it properly because it was quite. It was quite a. I don't want to say emotional. But it was. It was quite a um, a big a big section of my life you know i mean bit kind of very very much shaped who i am today uh, it's been it's been part of the process um and that was kind of the 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 antithesis of of the whole thing was losing the weight and then kind of coming out of myself and like kind of just actioning on finding a voice and finding confidence and finding kind of the uh, the self-awareness that i want to be more i want to do more i want to kind of action on this that and the other and, and that was the epicenter of that you know I mean, starting off there and then kind of it all um cascading from that from that one event so kind of going back to it you have to almost like get back into the mindset of who you were before and that's quite a that's quite a mm, like you, you don't really know how you can do that uh so easily so yeah yesterday was, was just a few hours of talking to other people who had done a similar thing and they've all got their own stories and then when you hear somebody else recounting it you're like oh wow you're amazing and you realize and then they're saying it to you and you're like oh shit yeah that's that. Maybe maybe I can kind of start saying that about myself. And uh, yeah. you you don't you don't really kind of pat yourself on the back, you know. What I mean, you kind of just crack on. Um, but yeah, it was really interesting to have other people tell me about their uh, versions of, of a similar story. And uh, yeah, really really kind of almost like went full circle with it. And uh, now I'm I'm in a position where I'm helping somebody else uh, potentially do the same thing. And uh, yeah, it's 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 uh, it's going to be fun. Yeah, Yeah. that's it that's That's amazing amazing. (laughs) thank you very much definitely gonna tell you more uh more in time to come but for now that is uh showbiz brown out
0: (laughs) yeah that's super interesting i like um going back into the mindset because yeah so you're going from like beginning to where you are now that's what they're i guess they're asking for and then so you're entering that headspace again of like Mm reliving those moments and then right okay and then like kind of being comfortable doing that essentially
1: yeah 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 like a couple of times yesterday they were like so how much how much weight have you lost and I was like well, "Like 85 kilos and I just like holy oh, shit <laughs> I lost yeah. 85 kilos like, I'm saying it to myself in my own head like yeah. what the hell what the hell that's, that's crazy that's that's bonkers yeah. thing to say but, but saying it out loud sometimes and you're just like oh yeah, yeah it's just this but then you're like mm-hmm. no that actually happened and then like it, it happens where a few yeah. times you said, you said it like how much how much do you weigh
0: I've never weighed 85 kilos in my life.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And that's what one of the the camera guys said yesterday. He was just like, Mm. you lost meat. And I was like, Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, what the hell? That makes no I kind yeah. of envisioned like me him just me just like me now, carrying him on my back, just being like, Yeah, yeah, let's let's just kind of go everywhere together. And then one day, yeah. he'd be like, Get off man. Can't be <laughs> yeah. <out there> anymore. But <laughs> well,
0: you're just like taking pieces of him off over four years. Yeah. You're like, Okay, I'm gonna chuck- break this arm off, you can go. They're like, here's a leg, you can get rid of that and then like eventually the whole whole dude's gone. Yeah. Right. I like right. always, man. Like in early days we were talking about your transformation and just like I just really wanted to hit home to people is just how inspiring and how, um, how like just on so many levels of just inspiration of just just being about that process and then okay. making it happen and then staying there and just making people realize like there's you have so much capability within you that you don't even realize it and this your story is a amazing example of that thanks man i appreciate that,
1: appreciate yeah. that. yeah just, just that, that's the whole thing right it's like uh if you can learn, i think one thing I, one thing that i can take away from it as a message to myself and then hopefully to others as well is that i felt like i wasn't living up to my full potential um yeah. in so many different facets but then me doing the one thing of educating myself around food around training around sleep uh, slowly along the way i mean i didn't know anything about any of those things to start off with um it became a vehicle from which I could then help not just myself but help everybody else, and then eventually it's led me to here, where I'm sat with Raminda, what 26 weeks ago or 26 episodes ago, and then yeah. here we are with Raminda. I mean, this is so amazing, and this is just kind of on on the back of actioning something years ago. Like G said it earlier, like plant a tree 20 years ago uh, is the best time oh. to start planting that tree, and just kind of you never know you never know where it's going to reach. You know, what I mean, so so yeah. Raminda talking about like kind of you were saying earlier about the diet, like I think I'm doing better. You definitely are doing better. You know, what I mean, you're, you're planting yeah. that seed and that's gonna germinate yeah. and into, into so many other things. And it's gonna be something pretty amazing one day where it's not just gonna be you that you have affected, but many, many other people are gonna eat from that same tree. They're gonna take shelter from that same tree. And it's gonna it's going help so many people kind of uh, live a better way. And that's, it just starts with you making, uh, making, a, making a step. Yeah, it's fun.
2: Yeah, thank you for saying that as well. Yeah, that's a really important aspect I think to, yeah, cause not, not to rush the journey. It's um, kind of, you know, Get the, the ball rolling and plant the seeds, and then watch it grow. That's it, absolutely.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's, got, it's got to start with you. It's got to start with you. And I mean, it's sometimes a, a selfish way because you you think like be quite selfless. You kind of look at example people around you who kind of do things for others. But in some way, that person's got to be strong enough to do things for others. So it starts with them, and then and then on the back of mm-hmm. that, you can then show other people that okay, you need to do the same thing for yourself first, and then go ahead and uh, hopefully give back.
0: That's it. Yeah, I think it's good. it's good yeah I think a part of that is um I have to remind myself a lot as well it was just zooming out is because it's your journey and you're like stuck in it so the moment you meet that little bit of hardship along the way you're just like oh this is just like me banging my head against a brick wall just constantly just trying to you know push through the next obstacle push through the next obstacle and that is super challenging and like you know that drains a lot of the the energy that you might have from it so that's one thing that could happen and so one way i find is quite useful is actually zooming out so like right now you're zooming in you're you're viewing it from this space but if you pull yourself out completely and look at yourself as like a dot on a timeline i think that usually is uh, that tends to be quite helpful because it's like oh wait you know this is just a moment in time and if i just get through this bit i'm going to be so here's the timeline i'm just gonna be gonna be a little bit up here like you know here's the journey i'm just gonna be a little bit up here instead of being down here and or being stuck where i am right now and i think um that ability to yeah to be able to zoom out and look at a bigger picture and see that you know here's a moment it feels difficult but in the grand scheme of things is it doesn't trivialize it as well it doesn't make it trivial it means it's just another important step along the journey but the journey is it's yeah. like it's a big picture you know you've got to see that if you get through this you're going to be better off for it and because you know zoom out and look at look at the consequence of, uh, of that decision that you've made mm-hmm. yeah, totally.
2: yeah definitely and i think also it's very powerful when you meet someone who is at the beginning of the journey that you once were on and mm-hmm. seeing kind of Seeing the difference because you can kind of relate to that person in that you know you mm. used to be in that position but now you're here and sometimes you don't know how far you've come until you see somebody else in the early part of the journey and it's quite powerful just to recognize how far you've come in a process in the journey mm. yeah.
1: yeah too right too right yeah 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 no it's it's it, it, it's like you said that perspective to step away and look at it like oh yeah i have actually because so it's, it's like you said earlier right now is all we have like this mm. this power of power of now we talk about all the time but um, he talks about it in the book as well, like kind of take, paying brief visits to the past, just to give like what you said there, you, like perspective on on the whole process as as a as a as a unit, um, and mm-hmm. then on the back of that, like taking it back to reminder and spreadsheets, it's like you can then extrapolate the next couple of years based upon okay, mm-hmm. if we're here now, we can forecast and say that hopefully, if we carry on this trajectory, it's just only going to it's only going to multiply, and um, mm-hmm. the factor of, of people that we can help can go from okay, your close family and friends to people down the gym, to people online, to people globally. And so, like, oh, shit, now we're playing a big game. You know what I mean? That's, that's really yeah, fun. That's, that's, like, that's uh, that's game-changing. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, it all just starts with one little, one little, one little phone call to, hey, hey Glenda, can you help me out with something? And uh, that's let's, go. Yeah. let's go. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> you know you've got Completely. Aunties, in, aunties in India calling you up, being like, Ramona, how do I do this?
0: Tell me about <laughs> <Yeah>. this. Exactly.
2: <laughs> you get a cooker.
0: <laughs> 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 they're like, all right, well, we got that bit set. We know how to do that bit.
2: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No, but it's very Amazing. true. It
0: is very true. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's That's funny. Funny. They're like, yeah, they're
1: yeah like, speaking. Sponsors on the back of this podcast are just like, Bosh, come on now. We've we'll shouted you, we'll shout you, we'll shout you out enough time.
0: Yeah, yeah, like, exactly.
1: Thanks, Bernard Hob Garrido, with his frying burger. just like, <laughs> yeah. doing that push ups on it. That's, that's the advert, right? There
0: we go. Like, yeah. Flip.
1: Uh, the, those Look how much
0: things. fun I'm having on this hog.
1: <laughs> Flip. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a JML, like you can do dips, you can do push ups, you can fry your burger, <laughs> you can cook your steak.
0: Yeah. Exactly. It's like every time, like for one minute when you're waiting for your steak to cook on that side, do some dips, flip it over, do some push ups,
1: <laughs> get fit while you eat your food. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: fit food, man. Fit food. Okay. That's fit it.
1: Food. <laughs> so many, many business ideas after this podcast.
0: Oh, god, yeah, exactly. Rabindo, we need you more often. <laughs>
2: yeah. I'll, I'll do your spreadsheet, it's fine. <laughs> uh,
0: yes amazing <laughs> go on, go on. you know what i don't know why we didn't think of that as well as like tracking every bit of your pro- progress on a spreadsheet i mean like we do it in uh in true coach and like so you see some of the graphs. but it's like i could have just got you to do your own you could just got you to do your own model you would have loved that
2: well no this is the thing i i do not do spreadsheets for anything personal so i love it for my professional career right. but i do not have any Personal spreadsheets. I just I hate wow. things from my personal stuff,
0: which is really weird. <laughs> I love wow, that. You got like a clear separation. Yeah. Completely, like, okay, this yeah. Is, this is work and work only. <laughs> Staying out of it from every other realm. Yeah. I get that though. It's but like um it's like yeah. no, no, I fully, I fully I get that. Because it's just uh, you know, just something as simple as like, all right, I'll be training my clients and like, you know, my training t-shirts and stuff. And then at the end of the day, I'm, I'm changing out of that t-shirt because it's just a mindset thing as well, because you just want exactly. to feel like you're relaxing a little bit, you know, um, yeah. that makes a difference. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I read about some people who are working from home and the ones who are struggling to be productive from home are the ones with families. So not like, you know, single people are just like, you know, they're being productive apparently and like the you know, ones with families are struggling and managers have started to notice this and... Um, and so I read a story of, like, this one guy who basically, because he's got, like, you know, two young kids as well, and stu- the, the what he's always done is, like, you know, he gets ready in the morning, he says goodbye to the kids and the wife, and he just takes off, right? And he comes back, you know, he finishes work at 6 and comes back seven 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 thirty in the morning or so, in the evening to get dinner. So what he's done is do the same process, but not leave the house. He just goes into the room, the office that he goes into. So he's literally, he's still getting dressed up. So the kids know that daddy's in work mode. And uh, so he still does the thing. So he's not hanging out in his like PJs and working from home. He's still actually getting fully dressed as if he was going to the office. And then does the same routine in the morning and then so that they know that he has to, uh, (laughs) that he's working so he can't be bothered. Otherwise, you know, he's going to lose his fucking job, basically. (laughs) So he goes off into a different room. And he's just working away at his office and then, he, you know, he comes back and the kids see him again in the evening. And like, you know, that's that's that. the extreme. But obviously that's um, yeah. you know, it's a separation that works. You know, whatever you can do to make sure that you are doing the thing that you need to do, whether it's, you know, so you can be present with your family at the end of the day or so you can be present at work or, you know, whatever, whatever way around it is. But, yeah, you create that separation so you don't end up doing you don't end up bleeding into your personal life and like you know, things end up uh, a bit blurry
2: no i tried it so like in my early mm. days of my career i tried to have like personal sort of spreadsheets for personal finances or whatever i just i just couldn't get into it i hated them so much and i was just like you know what i'm just going to stick to pen and paper or whatever you know like, a proper right. old school yeah, <laughs> yeah. these spreadsheets for like work stuff it's just but yeah. i think it is it is a boundary thing and i think it is like i just associate them with work so much and mm. you know I mean, my work is now in my home, but like you still have to install those boundaries to kind of just Mm. ensure that you do switch off. Otherwise, you know, yeah, Yeah. don't want it to be bleeding too much into kind of, you know, uh, work life. So, uh,
0: yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I think um, that makes it, it makes a a huge difference. It's like mindset and the ability to zone out and switch off so you can actually, you know, just go to bed at night Mm. properly.
1: Yeah. Record it, record it
0: there, guys. I was gonna say it's a good time. It was uh, that was awesome. Thank you so much for coming on, Reminda That was uh, great to chat oh. with you about you know, your journey and like you providing those insights and yeah, finding out some of those things. That was awesome.
2: Uh, thank oh, you so we, much for inviting me.
1: We we didn't sorry, sorry, Raminda, I, I've gotta keep you for two more minutes. We didn't talk about clown brown.
2: You yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> yeah. me. you asked
1: me, oh, you Clown Brown, yeah. on oh, Brown, <laughs> brown. I'm yeah. Clown brown, let's go. <laughs>
0: All right, this one, this one is a, a shout out to my friend, Hero. Um, so like last week, my name was Homecooked Brown. yeah, yeah. And then um, she just, uh, she, she said something about like one of the posts that I made, right? I can't remember what it was. It was, I can't remember what she said, but she just called me uh, Clown Brown instead. She just, she just <laughs> she's like, "You." it, it was like, hey, you're a clown. And I was like, oh, why haven't I thought about using that for my name? Because it, it's just uh uh, Is like you know she's made it an insult and i was like oh no i appreciate that one <laughs> it's, a, it's a rhyme that i can use for uh, as a name and uh, yeah sometimes i like clowning around and like uh, yeah so i'm clown brown this week so thank you for the inspiration yeah. hero. Hero. Yeah. even though you're taking the piss out of me fuck you i turned it around <laughs> <laughs> and you're gonna hear that no, we don't. yeah exactly there we go clown brown clowning this week man just clowning around, um, yeah, wicked. No, honestly, Ravinder, that was um, yeah, such a pleasure. Uh, it's like really good to get your insights. And then um, yeah, to the people who are listening, if um, you know, if you've ever, if you felt like you were in the same boat as Ravinder was at the beginning of lockdown, then uh, get in touch. If you feel like you're at a place where you don't have that kind of confidence in your body right now you're just feeling a little bit out of shape or you know something's not quite right like sleeping is right there your energy levels are low you've got aches and niggles stuff like that going on in your body you just don't quite know how to get rid of it uh, then give us a shout you know find me um, and on instagram you can get us get in touch with us over the uh, evolve achieve thrive handle um on instagram or you can send us an email on uh, evolve achieve thrive at gmail.com and yeah, we'd be more than happy to help you out, uh, figure out what you can do. And um, I guess Reminda could testify to that.
2: Yes, yes, definitely. I'll give you yeah. real feedback and, you know, <laughs> yeah, um, keep it real. Yeah, I'll tell you how it is. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, if like if, if there's people who like want to do something like this, but not sure about taking that step, if they're on the fence, what would you say to them?
2: Just do it. Just honestly, just do it. Because if you give it a go, then you'll know, you know, you, you you kind of it just inspires you to kind of and motivates you to do more because then you realise actually once you're out of your comfort zone, you can do way much more, you get more confidence in your body, it's just a shift in your mindset. So I think just go for it. Just don't even think about it. Just, you know, yeah. If you're if you're thinking a little bit of your head, you know, you just if there's a slight inkling there, just run with it. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely.
0: Amazing. I think that's sound advice. Just do it. Just do it. Just do
2: it. Like <laughs> had it down. All right. you
0: know? exactly all right people thank you very much for tuning in and uh, let us know what you thought this episode and we will catch you next time
2: Let's see you later, see you later.